Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And we're recording. All right. Uh, take two, I guess. Uh, thank you for checking out the Mount Geekmore podcast, your favorite podcast where we uh, talk about, discuss, uh, argue over the top four, Mount Rushmore, if you will, of your favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject is uh, our favorite Mel Gibson movies. We chose Mel Gibson because... I don't know why. Uh, we, 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 uh, I really Jeff, don't know. Jeff, yeah, he I know who it. just yeah. suggested it. I just don't know how we we try to stay on topic as far as like, oh, there's a new, you know, it movie. So let's talk about clowns or some shit like that. We always try to take <laughs> some kind of like, hey, but uh, there's no more Gibson movie out. There's no because well, it went. We went Will Smith and Harrison Ford were the initial debate, right? Yeah. And I just Mel Gibson popped in my head. I was like Mel Gibson, and and I was I and it was the right choice. Mel Gibson is my favorite. It was one of my favorite actors of all time. So I am down for that. Uh, I am Nary Science. With me, as usual, is Jeff. Yo. And David. Howdy. And Steph. Hello. Anime Senior. Ah. Uh, I caught you twice with the same shit. This is take two, fellas, for, for yeah. people who are and ladies, listeners. If you're and ladies. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, this is take two. We are. <laughs> everybody's now peeking into the recorder. Sure the sure yeah. <laughs> we just had, like, I'm sorry, guys, but you we had gold before. We and did. We, we, we had some serious we had moments. Some, yeah. We had funnies and we had, anyways, we talked about why we picked Mark Gibson and, and uh, we, you know, he said some awful shit in his life uh, when nobody on the podcast is forgiving or, and I don't know about forgiving, but when nobody's on the podcast is uh, excusing, or, yeah, excusing yeah. or pretending it didn't happen yeah. or something right. like that. Uh, uh, personally, I'm one of those. If you don't physically hurt somebody, I don't. You owe me your best work on on canvas. Whatever Wait, he your did canvas something? has to be. <laughs> what did I miss? Something? What did he do? <laughs> no, no, no it, was, it was just a thing with apocalypse. It was weird. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> but I will I will say this, and I know that it's totally offensive. But um, was it Officer Hot Pants? What was it that he called her? Oh yeah. That Sweet is, tits? No. Was it Officer Sugar Tits? Sugar Tits. That, Eagle Sugar Tits. <sighs> I never saw uh, the video. Officer Sugar Tits. That is that has got to be one of my favorite things that has ever been said. <gasps> I, Officer Sugar Tits. I, I I never saw the video, and the reason why is because because I hold him to I held him to such high it's regard. Sad. Yeah, you it's don't sad. want to watch it. Sad. Sad. Watch, yeah. And and I don't make excuses for him, and I don't be like, well, whatever. But I do say like, I don't want to. I don't need yeah. to. There's watch some that. there's some I'll train wrecks you want to look away. Yeah, from. I'll take your word. Like when somebody goes, oh like man, he's Hasselhoff racist. One. He's racist. I'll be like, okay. I'll take you. I don't need yeah. to see the video proof of it. You, you wouldn't like it though. The production value on the video is like pretty shitty. <laughs> <Yeah. editing laughs> really you know what it needed? Yeah. A director. <laughs> I'm sure Mel Gibson would have been able to direct the fuck where's, out of that. Where's, where's yeah. Peter Weir when you need him, huh? <laughs> so, um, yeah, he said some uh, awful shit about uh, Jewish people and black people. Well, and God damn it, that man can direct. Oh, fuck, when he can. And, and act. And act. Yeah, see, I don't know. I Okay, this is kind of recalling some of the stuff we talked about the first time we had this conversation, but just so the <laughs> listener knows. I do I do find it hard to compartmentalize when it comes to certain artists and stuff like that. Um, like, when it comes to certain directors, like, I can't really watch and enjoy a Woody Allen movie anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm with you on that. It's what? with kids, though. Or, and also it's Woody Allen. Any physically... Any physically... <laughs> huh? any physically 
and he physically did shit. You get me? Yeah, and the fact, he, that, he he, ma- the fact that he married his adopted child. Like, it's yeah, one of those things where everyone's like, yeah. He physically did things. Yeah. Or, 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 I'm with you. Saying something, you know, you can offend someone, but when you offend someone, you don't physically hurt someone. Yeah. You know? No, he, I, I said, or the fact that it's Woody Allen. and Yeah, and then Woody, <laughs> Allen, and Woody <laughs> Allen movies that, suck that, anyway. Yeah, so I don't so that, that could be why I don't watch Woody Allen. Yeah, <laughs> I used to really like Annie Hall. And like, I, I like, I've never seen I will, that one. I will not deny, like, okay, I will not say that some of his movies aren't good because I'm, Midnight in Paris is yeah, it's a fantastic. It's a really good movie. I can't, but I can't sit there and truly enjoy it without feeling mm-hmm. like this, like kind of guilty, overhanging yeah. feeling sometimes, like weird, and like like obviously like Roman Polanski, like I wouldn't have watched oh. any of his movies. See, but again, he, see, Ro- 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 Roman Polanski physically yeah. hurt somebody. I guess I'm better. I like I'm, I'm better. I'm better at weird. compartmentalizing, you know, someone's personal life with their professional life. I guess, um, and 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 may- maybe this is a flaw that I have because, uh, like, my wife, uh, the other Stephanie, has a really hard time watching anything with Marlon Brando in it. Mm. Uh, I can't of, watch whole, him. You know, I can't watch him make a grilled cheese sandwich. And, oh, the <laughs> was it a group? What was it? No, because it was butter. It was butter. It was butter. Yeah. Right. So you need butter to make a good grilled sandwich <laughs> on Texas. Toast, but I, I I am I am still to this day uh, a big fan of his movies and and I think that he is one of the best actors and his uh, cooking technique ever. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, and Roman Polanski is another one of these guys where like he is he is an awful human being, but um, or rather I should say I don't know if he's an awful human being. I think that he's a guy who made a very very bad mistake, and I think he's another guy like like how. Um, <laughs> We, no. we, we talked. Oh we talked the first time around about Hitler. Mel Gibson was great at dinner parties. <laughs> Jesus you, Christ! You're comparing man, Roman so Polanski to Hitler. you the example of like okay. people who are like you know, and, you, he, and he was great at a landscape. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> he was a man had some brush strokes. Like, oh my god! You mentioned in round one Robert Downey Jr. Right when he accepted, you know, what award was it? This was your story. You tell. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. The story is he accepted an award a couple years ago. Some kind of lifetime achievement, something like that. But it was. It was it was a couple years ago, and he demand he requested not demanded he requested that his friend Mel Gibson be the presenter. And when he did that, the reason he did that was very strategic, is because he wanted to talk about Mel Gibson. He wanted to talk about how he's been through enough um, as far as Hollywood backlash, as far as uh, you know, as far as uh, the general perception of him. And it was well deserved. He he never made excuses for him. He never said, "Oh, you guys, you know, you you have it all wrong." It, he never said any of that. You know, it's on tape, so you can't mm-hmm. have it all wrong. You know, it's uh, what he talked about is about how people under substance are. You know they they make mistakes and yeah. how they're supposed to own up to it and at some point they have you know there has to be a point where you have to forgive as a human as a society as a human being you have to forgive people who do who make mistakes if they're truly sorry right and he and talked about trying to the, and, and then trying to repent and he used a phrase hug the cactus because he's that was his metaphor for going through you know uh, uh, repenting and, and like mm-hmm. uh, and, and going through pain because he you know you you feel like that's how you deserve and he said about Mel Gibson he said uh, he's hugged the cactus long enough yeah and and that was his way of doing it um, to the point that there was a rumor going around and I don't know how, how true this is but there was a rumor going around last year that Robert Downey Jr. said that he would do an Iron Man 4 only if uh, Mel Gibson directed 
That would be fantastic. It would be a fantastic yeah. movie. Uh, so I think that now, because he's out of the limelight, Mel Gibson, because he's out of from being in front of the camera, you know, like um, uh, Hacksaw Jim came out last year. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw yeah. Ridge, I'm sorry, which was directed was by- like The Wrestler? <laughs> Jim Dugan. Jim Dugan. <laughs> uh, so because Hacksaw Ridge came out last year, uh, as, an, as an example of him coming out of the, stepping out of the limelight from in front of the camera into the behind the camera, Hacksaw Ridge was Academy Award nominated. And, yeah, you know, and it was a phenomenal movie. Um, well, but it was Academy Award nominated, and that means that they're starting to, Hollywood's right. starting to sway a little bit. Yeah, because, you know, and again, this is off, and I feel like it's weird repeating the story that I just said five minutes ago, but the example of AFI's uh, original top 100 list, including Braveheart at number like 40, or something like that, and then 10 years later, they revamped their list because more movies are made and more movies deserve, some movies deserve to get given. But for Braveheart to not make it 10 years later, it's ridiculous. To drop 60 places. To drop 60 yeah. places, to me, is ridiculous. That, to me, the only reason that happened, in my opinion, is because uh, he said it and did some awful shit, uh, Mel Gibson did. Uh, in between Do you think Braveheart will fight its way back onto the list? I, I think the movie I think should. I think that movie should. shouldn't be off that list. I don't think that. I, first of all, I thought it was too low at forty. But even even there, I thought, okay, well, at least it's there. And I don't see. I can't again because it, I'm very by. I mean, I've talked about this movie a billion times, and and we did in the revenge movie, mm-hmm. Revenge Mountain. I've talked about Braveheart a lot. Braveheart is literally my favorite movie of all fucking time. So I, it I think we know it's on his mountain. So, so I don't. <laughs> to me, that that's what I'm saying. To me, it's not a spoiler for me to say that talk about Braveheart because everybody already knows how I feel about Braveheart but to me to say that he that movie doesn't deserve to be in a top 100 list like whose 100 list are you fucking doing that it doesn't deserve to be however because of the pol- politics of Hollywood because of the oh he said something Mel Gibson did something and said something that was completely atrocious and awful I, I understood why it got put off the list. I just don't think that it should have been put off the list because I think that if you're going by... It's 100 best movies, not 100 best movies by guys who aren't fucking racist. Was it... Right. With Mel Gibson, was it only that one run-in? It was only that... Two. Oh, yeah. There two was, it was two. Yeah. It was a police officer. He got pulled over and he, he went into the... Officer Sugar Tits. Yeah, Officer Sugar right. Tits. And he went into the anti-Semitic... Uh, right. Uh, On the uh, phone. Ba- uh, you know, and then the second one was the voicemails that he left his baby mama... Mm-hmm. Because his baby mama was like fucking taking him to the cleaners as far as money because right. she was baby mama, and so he fucking called her and left uh, a bunch of voice messages, uh, which included things like "I hope you get" because she, she apparently yeah, yeah, yeah. was ha- dating uh, a guy, a new guy, and he was black, and Mel was not having that. <laughs> but I think Mel, at that, I think at that point you're just mad that she's fucking somebody else. Yeah, I don't, and I think that you know what I mean. Like if she's fucking, look, what he said. Look, what he, what he said was unforgivable. And it's one of those things Adjacent? where, like, I <laughs> no, in the sense of like, like, if he no, like no, I don't know. I don't give him. Well, it's not even me. He would have to apologize for because he was saying it to her. So it's one of the things where I'm like, what you said was fucked up. It was specifically fucked up to her because right. that's who you were wishing that bad shit on. I think it's fucked up that you said that at all. Right. That means I've I've seen people say really fucked up shit when they're angry and then like immediate regret. And it's like, right. and it's one of the things where like it, it's so like. It, it would be so rigid of me to be like, oh, no, once you say something, then that's it. You say it forever. Because mm-hmm. it's not like I didn't grow up being a dumbass teenager. And like some before I would learn about certain things, right. I would have like when my preconceived notions sometimes weren't the best or didn't maybe express myself in the best way and stuff like that. And I think there's a lot of people out there like that. If he's really early in our previous recording of this, you were talking about 
how um, I'm saying this to David that David was talking about how people when they're in the middle of substance abuse you don't yeah. really recognize them of course yeah I like mean when they get your, your, your entire thought processes are different and part of this is speaking from experience as I, I don't think I've ever had a substance abuse problem but as someone who has adjacent uh, right uh, I um, you know I, I can tell you firsthand that when when you are in the influence of a uh, a controlled substance it is you you, you do think differently uh, I've thought know. that the floor was the ocean <laughs> but you didn't hate a certain race of people. Now, yeah. now that's that, that's that's, <laughs> another, that's you know what I didn't entirely. do well, I, I, what I didn't what? do was I, I, curse out an entire race of people because the floor was broken. exactly yeah. like I I mean I've hated a lot of races of people I hated the Koopas. Uh, the <laughs> sons of bitches fucking kidnap princesses and fuck them. I don't like them. Uh, I've hated uh, who, who are Ghana's people. No what? Uh, the Gerudu. The Gerudu? Yeah. Fucking bastard. Those fucking magical pigs. Fuck that them. You have to hit it like seven times. So I've hated a lot of fucking different races of people. Uh, they just happen to be fictitious. Uh, <laughs> and Asians. But I have to... Look, I, 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 will, I will say this, and They're I don't know real. how much of a defense this is. Um, <laughs> I uh, In in the past, uh, I, I was once prescribed a, a, a medication for... Um, uh, an impacted uh, wisdom tooth, mm-hmm. and how racist did it make you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't make me racist. However, it did Adjacent. make me. Uh, it did make me really, really angry, and sure. and I found myself having a, an incredibly short fuse to the point that I stopped taking the medicine and I went back to the dentist. And I told him, "You got to prescribe me something else." You because, Prescribe me something else, bitch. No. This, shit is, this shit is making me angry, James. I am such a dick right now. <laughs> but pretty much, yes. So I, so I, I do understand that, um, that there, there can be, uh, you know, an, Dude, these an alteration. Are, these, these change. They chemically change your body. Yeah, yeah. That's not a situation. Like I, I, I like it. I like the simplification of people go. Well, uh, alcohol is like truth serum. Like, not, no, that's no. not the thing, dude. That's not the, you. I mean, it changes you chemically, and I don't know if I don't. I mean, I'm not a you know, I'm not a biologist, and I'm not. I'm just saying, I've I've seen a lot You're of not people, an architect. Uh, <laughs> I'm not an architect. <laughs> I'll never make it in this fucking uh, fallen, sunken ship. Uh, but my point is, like, it it just changes your body. I'm not making excuses for what he said. I I don't think that. But I think a degree of understanding needs to go into. And I think that if he every situation. And I think that if you know how long are you, how long are you, how long are your worst mistakes, the worst days of your life, how long are, is that going to be held over your head for? Huh. If you didn't physically hurt somebody, and I think, think about the worst days of our lives, the worst things that we've ever done, and think about those actions. Oh no, it never feels great when someone throws like yeah, no, my but don't think about the the worst things that whatever whatever it is in your life that you the worst thing you've ever done in your life. Imagine that being held over your head, and it, and and it, and it wasn't hurting somebody because again, mm-hmm. if you hurt somebody, you know you you have a you you have a DUI and you and you kill somebody, you kill a kid running across the street. Somebody holds that over your head for for the rest of your life. Kind of understandable, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, because you've actually done because you've actually done something. Yeah. Now imagine, but imagine, you know, uh, like that's why I always say physical uh, hurting somebody physically is totally different, in my opinion. Like, imagine having. But you don't the think worst sometimes di- people in power like have to be held at a different? Do you think that they have to be held at a different standard? Because like I extremely dislike Trump. Well, like, a no, lot of his I, I, mean, are, I dislike him a lot too, but uh, right. that's not what I'm saying. But that's not what podcast. I'm saying. 
Not yet. Just turn into a woo, bro. Uh, this yeah. is. Um, I, I I disagree, though. I th- I think that everyone needs to be like held Trump? to the same standard. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree, man. I think if you are if you are an officer of the law, you are held to a higher standard to follow that law that you are defending, that you are protecting. Mm-hmm. That's I, I I disagree. I, I think I, you need to be held to the same law. I I no no. I think, or same I, same standard. I think rather. you need to be held to a different standard because you are protecting that law. You are defending that law. You took an oath to defend that law. And I think as a police officer, you should be speeding way less than other people be speeding. Oh, the, the top th- law. Um, I mean, we're we're getting into we're, philosophical yeah. stuff now. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting to uh, non uh, geek more stuff. So I right. apologize, but, oh, but, reason, but it's a good conversation. It's a good conversation, yeah. and it's a good disclaimer for um, it's a good disclaimer for why we chose. Uh, I don't know about disclaimer, but it's a good. Um, this feels like Whoopi Goldberg at the beginning of like the Looney Tunes DVD set, when we're like, look. So fucked up shit happened. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. we're gonna air these episodes the way they were meant to be aired. And it's important. And I think it is. I think it is. So, anyways, all right. Um, so, how did you choose your mountain, <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> I just picked my favorite 16 movies. Sixteen years, sixteen minutes later, how yeah, did you choose? I just your picked mountain? my favorite movies. Plain, pretty much. All right. And I picked my favorite movies of the ones I remembered because there was a lot of movies that I know I like, but I didn't remember too enough to put them on the mountain to talk about. All right, Dave. Uh, pretty much the same thing for me. Um, I went with um, my favorite Mel Gibson movies, um, and uh, and I made a conscious uh, decision to choose only one from a series. Okay, from a franchise. Right. All right, and Steph. Um, I well, I wasn't in the room when. Jeff was saying his reason, but the last time we were recording, I know that I chose Same it. Reason. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> boat as him. You're uh, nothing if not consistent. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, so I'm on the same boat. Uh, to me, I just Ship. really wanted to choose. Same, same difference. Okay. Tugboat. I'm used to wor- tell that to a ship captain. Yeah, I'm used to working in cruise ships, and people say boat, and I'm like, no. <laughs> no, sir. This is 110,000 tons. No. Not the same. Are you that guy? Are you gonna be that guy? <laughs> you be that We're guy? gonna need a bigger ship. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a boat. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 You call that a boat? Okay. Uh, yeah, no. So I, I only chose things that I specifically can recall, like I can talk on, because like there's some Mel Gibson movies that I know are that definitely are going to be one of your mountains. And I know it should be long on a Mel Gibson mountain. That being said, I don't remember it clearly or it's been a very long time or I can't really speak to a memory associated with it. Um, The way I described it in the last time we recorded this was just basically whatever was on hand at Blockbuster and then (laughs) we ended up buying is what's on my my mountain. So that means I'm... Figure something on my mountain is going to end up on the final one, but I know for sure two that are going to be on that final mountain that are not, just because I can't remember them. And that's okay. it. That's okay. And that's okay. And that's okay. Um, <laughs> I picked my mountain uh, based on uh, like easily like two or three of these movies were like the moment the topic came up. I'm like, I already have this. My number one came to me immediately. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and so... Mary's af- Mountain came to me immediately. <laughs> after that... I- <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> my thing is my mountain, y'all. Uh, it's like a hill. Really. I mean, you know, Aww. it's like a hump. Like I mean, like a, like a slight... With small uh, geyser like at the like, end. You know, like, <laughs> 
it's like an incline maybe uh you know it's like, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so to the right really. uh but um my, love, my left <laughs> I, I you know again mel gibson one of my favorite actors of all time uh and i i with the exception of like the indie stuff that he did before he made it big into hollywood i think everything else i've seen of his um i love the versatility that he has mm-hmm. hey wife. hello uh hello. i i am I, no, I love Hello, the versatility goodbye. that he has. I love the. Uh, that was your do, cameo by Vanessa. He uh, he does, he does a uh, comedy. He does action. He does drama. He does it all, and um, and he does it all well. And he does it all very well. Yeah. And so, uh, and he's charismatic as shit. People forget how charismatic he used to be before the racist rants. Uh, I so. used to find him dreamy. Yeah, you, you still find him. You, dreamy. you and everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Those those them eyes though. <laughs> mm. I really did. I really genuinely did. Him and, Har- him and Harrison I- I- Ford. I S T H O. Demise though. He always seemed very down to earth. Yes. Which which was a, another thing that I always found very you know charming about him. Yeah. Uh, his acceptance speech for Braveheart was. I love how we keep he, saying things in past tense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his acceptance yeah. speech for Braveheart when he accepted because he also directed he accepted mm-hmm. it he goes uh, thanks but what I really want to do is act <laughs> uh, that was a great I'm like oh that's freaking funny anyways uh, because he was in the I mean, we get it right yeah. uh, so uh, anyways this I love this I love this mountain I love this list because I love a lot so many of his movies um, I don't think he's done a lot of I don't think he's done many bad movies if any like actual bad movies uh, he's done a lot of he's done a lot of really good movies and he's done uh, quite a few movies that are fucking amazing yeah uh so this was a hard list i think it was hard for me only because uh, there's two like there's like i only picked like six movies and so but those six i really love yeah so you'd be really hard. precious about it your choice hard, I guess. yeah it was yeah. really hard for me to like get like a pain you yeah. like, <laughs> uh, no, uh, <laughs> uh all right but uh so number fours let's start off with number fours um let me start. Jeffrey. All right. Um, with arms wide open. Um, so my number four, uh, my favorite time period in history. Uh, well, second favorite time period in history. Um, it is The Patriot. That is my number four as well. When um, make America great again. Um, yeah, The Patriot. When America was great, you mean? That was your favorite part. <laughs> USA. USA. <laughs> but, um. I know a lot of people hate on the movie for some reason, but I that this movie who hates in that movie except there's for a lot of asshole. people because it's not historically accurate. There's one dude on my fucking Facebook feed who literally put that what? it's not historically accurate. Like I put that I'm watching The Patriot and I love this movie mm-hmm. and oh he's not historically accurate. I'm like who the fuck claimed it? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it, no, they went down the rabbit never hole. Claimed it never claimed that it was. I'm sorry, historical we, 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 it doesn't even say based on a true it doesn't story. Even say based yeah. on a true it's story. Like, it's then, like saying that before Titanic. No, and like, then right. everybody proceeded to. T- all these other movies he's like well what about this and we're like you know that that wasn't historically accurate neither was that <laughs> like, there's like, and he wouldn't he just stopped talking yeah. I was like but I don't honest, like I just couldn't believe that somebody didn't like this movie with the only reason being that it wasn't historically accurate I, oh but it, it included names of real people I'm like George Washington did live yes you're yeah, right yeah you're right <laughs> no, Lord Cornwall was you know what also wasn't historically accurate like Lincoln versus the vampires or whatever that movie was <laughs> oh, dare talk bad about that, that movie, movie god damn it but it wasn't awesome. historically accurate was we it? own that movie Nice. No, I think it was like super expensive. I looked for it. Uh, it's it's, it's all over the the Google group. Is it? Is it? XML. Yeah. Oh, this fucking guy. This fucking guy. Anyway, um, so <laughs> you, got my, you got my dick hard, man. You got my dick hard and all that. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh, it's like I won the lottery. 
for a churro. <laughs> That's what he just did. That sounds uh, great, though. <laughs> Lifetime supply. So yeah, no, no, just one. That's what he just did. Just a single churro that we can't even share because it's a mini. Oh. <laughs> so um, the, the Patriot. It's it it's it's to me. It's got humor in it. It's got it tugs at the heartstrings very you well. know, a lot. Yeah. You know, like the whole thing with the bullets is very a la. Like, All right, so I'm going to do something this episode yeah, yeah. that we don't usually do because I don't remember the movie. Uh, okay. Just give me a like a log line. Like, Tom, what was the he's, he's about? He's reticent to um, get into the revolution. Mm-hmm. His son. The American it, Revolution. Uh, yeah. Right. His, <laughs> the war's I figured out which kinda, one it was. The war's basically kind of at this point, it starts off that the war's kind of started right mm-hmm. and and the obviously the british are doing very well mm-hmm. right. and and heath ledger decides yeah, he wants it. to yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, okay and, and but he w- served in the french indian war you're, you're starting to jog yeah, my memory like that. it was like in the french indian wars mm-hmm. but he was like he was like a savage. badass savage right like he had tomahawks he was murdering people skinning like there was they kept talking throughout the thing the whole stories of him at the fort yeah, his mm-hmm. reputation preceded, preceded him. him. Right. But he had hung everything up because he was wanted to become a farmer. And then family man. a yeah. family man, yeah. And his um his oldest his, son. his well, the youngest dies first. Spoiler alert. Uh it was the the, yeah, the middle the one. The middle son. one. It was like a middle one. Yeah, right? the middle kid. The middle yeah. well, the middle kid. And then later on so he loses his spoiler alert, his two sons in the war. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it by this point. Yeah, you probably you know, should have. Right. Um, it's also a movie, a movie about the revolution. Right. Revolution. So people are going to die. But then, yeah, like, yeah. like the French, the uh, the the French, uh, what was his name? I'm blanking out on his name. The French uh, soldier. Oh, I that, can't he, that he kept was like, I promise you, the French are coming. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like, um, but Sorjan. Yeah, but it's oh, just, sorry, Sorjak. <laughs> uh, but you got like like a little homage, kind of. I, I took it with kind of a little homage to like Gladiator with the the he gets his son's chest set, and he melts down the, all the piece, chest pieces to bullets. Yeah, and he's killing the the killing the. I think that he uses it for the generals, and he saved one for the one the man responsible for killing his kid. Cromwell, right? Yeah, Cromwell. Yeah, yeah. He he gets pulled into the war because they attack his family directly, mm-hmm. right? And it's just the savagery where you see the father go from somebody who was being peaceful and stuff like that. That scene when he runs back, digs up, the, opens the chest. Well, he doesn't dig it up because it was in his in his study. But he opens up the chest and grabs like the tomahawk, gets his two kids, the two younger kids. Yeah. Is like, here's the, the gun set up. The you Utes. go. The Utes. What was that word you said? Utes. Yeah, Utes. it was just, it was to me, it was just such a cool movie. It, it had those super over dramatic patriotic moments like him running with the, with the fucking flag. It was, like, but, but, but it was perfect. It was yeah. perfect. It's a, it's a great epic and for me, the moment that always gets me in that movie, and I don't care how big your balls are, it's going to get you, is uh, when he's met up with his family again, and oh, his, mm-hmm. his his daughter his daughter won't oh. speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Excuse oh. me. Right. She, she hasn't spoken since her her mom passed, passed away, away. Right. which we don't see in the movie. Right. We oh. come into the movie but with we the see her sister. Time. Right. Miss McNamara. Keep it in the family. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. yeah that's right. Uh, it's uh, 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 Jolie Richardson or Natasha Richardson. I can't remember mm. which one. One of the Richardson mm-hmm. uh, sisters. She was in Nip Tuck. Right. She, oh, okay. Married to the McNamara. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and Sean his uh, he's he's gotten back to the camp with with his with his sons, and uh, you know obviously you know the whole family's been displaced. Uh, the the war is you know raging, and he sits by his daughter and he talks to her. He asks her how everything is going, and she's a mute. She doesn't say anything. No, at that point it didn't even change because he'd been gone from the war. He'd been gone from the war, and she started talking. After Heath Ledger and Mel Gibson went off to That's fight, right. she started talking, but she just wouldn't talk to her dad because she was oh. mad at her dad. And no matter what, people were like, no, she talks, man. But she was like, really? Like, Can you give me something? Like, He would ask her, can you give me like a bike? Okay, I'm leaving now. And, then I, and she wouldn't fucking say a word. Like, She would just like, wouldn't. She was just mad at him, and so finally she. He, when he gets up to yeah, leave, when he gets up to when leave. he gets and, and he's he's walking out of the camp, she runs toward him and she says, "Daddy, please don't go." And she's crying. And she's crying. And she says, "I'll mm-hmm. say anything you want me to say." Yeah. Please oh, don't go. Please don't. Fuck! Leave. I'm getting choked. No. Up. No. <laughs> I think it's just like I'm like watching yeah. people who are like now dads like talking about this dude. Uh, you guys no, are like getting more different. It got me even before I was a dad, man. Yeah. It got me before I was a dad. I mean, it especially got me recently when I saw it about about a month ago because I'm a dad, but. It, it got me before, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good moment, and not a historically accurate moment, but it was a good moment. <laughs> yeah, and, um, that that is, and, in my opinion, the best moment in the movie. And Jason Isaac as as Tavington, who's I basically the main villain. Mm-hmm. I love bro, him. like the lines that he was he would tell him, like you know, he's like sometimes war. It was something like sometimes war is is a is um it's a chore, but sometimes it's an absolute pleasure, and that's when he's freaking killing. Like oh, one of the sons, um, like bro. Here's a, like my one gripe with the movie is that Mel Gibson. Inaccuracies. No, um, <laughs> Mel Gibson wasn't the patriot. Heath no, Ledger. His, his Heath Ledger was, was, yeah. was a patriot, yeah. and and that kind of like. That sounds kind of nice, though. Like, uh, but he only joined because his son, because he was forced to. Like, that's it, what I'm saying, like, but that's what that's makes his that, son the patriot. It, no, son. That his son was legitimately a patriot. Legitimately, yeah. like, I believe in this cause. And he wasn't. should have been called the Patriot's Father. It should have been. It Which is not a bad title, either. Not a bad title, yeah. either. Um, or, or the Father. I don't know. Something, whatever. But, uh, you know, I just, I, I didn't. I always watch the movie going like he's really in this like it's almost like watching a movie where everybody else is in in a war for a good cause and then you watch the main star is in it because of the money mm-hmm. like that's the only reason he's in it I'm like well okay it's 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 a revenge movie it's, it's a, not it's not a patriotic movie no it's not and it's so a, that's why the that, title that ending you off. that it's ending a, it's a patriotic it. movie from the point of view of Heath Ledger which mm-hmm. makes it through three quarters of the movie spoiler alert uh, so when you're watching the ride through Heath Le- with through Heath, Heath Ledger's eyes you go okay he's the patriot like he's the one and you know but uh, Mel Gibson's character as much as you like the guy you go he's he's not a he, he continuously says throughout the whole movie he's like this is not our fight this is not mm-hmm. he chooses family over country he, he, exactly, continuously uh, continuously uh, over and over and over again right. through everything and uh, the only reason he got in the war is because of family so I, that's my one gripe with the movie it's an, I mean it's a, I guess it's a minor one just if, because if you think about it yeah. though the whole reason why the revolution started in the first place was people choosing their families yeah their families over the crown, so mm-hmm. yeah, their livelihood, yeah. taking care of those those families, really, right. and like how the crown was affecting said livelihood. Yeah, yeah. Taxes. Well, that's our number four. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick, buddy. All right. Yeah. All right. So it's for my number four was okay. So I put Forever Young. 
as my number four. I, 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 like, I like the this concept. movie. Yeah, yeah I, mention for me. Yeah, it was one of those things. Show it was. I haven't seen it in such a long time, but I did remember liking the movie when I was a kid. That's why. It's, yeah. yeah, that's why I put mm-hmm. it as an honorable. Yeah, yeah, I just I remember just movie. really loving. It. I used to rewatch it all the time. And it was because even as a kid, I kind of loved the movies that were like a little bit funny, a little bit happy, a little bit sad. Like it's li- it kind of gets, it hits a lot of the different notes. Yeah. Um, it's also in the midst of when I ve- definitely found like Mel Gibson dreamy. He was super dreamy. Oh, yeah. Especially mm-hmm. in Forever Young too. Mm-hmm. Especially in that movie. I think that's like one of those movies that I'm like young Stephanie was discovering things. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Go on. Not myself yet. Just discovering what what is this feeling inside. I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I was so excited. Wait, when did yeah, I, I, that's when, the way I took it too. Oh my god! Did you finger blast yourself to Mel Gibson? <laughs> like I really, I was like, do what? it, do it slowly, do it, do some more. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. Remove your nylons one leg at a time. <laughs> now lie in the nylons. Bed. <laughs> wow. Now lie on the bed and close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, yeah, Forever Young definitely like. The concept of it was really cool. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys remember too much of it. Time yeah. travel. That's all I care about. It was yeah. kind of time travel. No, it's it wasn't. actual time travel. <laughs> he froze himself and he woke up on a... Di- that's time travel. That's not... That's no, not, that's, that's, that's not time that's, travel. That's, that's a long sleep. Yeah, yes. that's, that's, that's being, what, that's that's being what, frozen. From, from his point of view, it yes. is time travel. That's what, it's, that's what happens when you drink. As, <laughs> Futurama's time travel. Is it not? Yeah, exactly. There you go. I don't know. The I dog feel like of Futurama. Oh, that episode gets me no, every time. No, that's not. That's the saddest. Oh, yeah. That is the that saddest episode. Forever thing. Young is a saddest fucking movie. It is. Super. Fr- Look, you know what's funny? I talk about, people talk about this all the time. They talk about the, um, um, uh, what's her name, character from the Avengers, um, Agent Agent Carter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They talk about that dynamic of her in the Captain America movies and how mm-hmm. he sees her and then she's old and blah 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 and, and how it's sad because he loved her and I don't ever get sad watching that not no. because I'm a heartless bastard but because I just don't think that the filmmakers did a good enough job my opinion establishing mm-hmm. each other's like true love exactly kind of thing. because I've seen Forever Young <laughs> okay. And Forever Young did it fucking right. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. Forever Young had a up, had an advantage in that it was the whole basis of the movie. Yeah, right. Uh, so I get that. I'm you know it's like I'm the Forever Young did a really shitty job of portraying fucking shield throwing though. I got to be honest. <laughs> with you. Um, but uh, I just <laughs> love, I, I loved watching Forever Young going like that's the true love. Like that's yeah. right. Yeah. It was he sacrifices a lot of his life. Yeah, mm-hmm. like in the end he didn't actually. Like he lost, he lost his life rather than being able to. Like he lost his big. Do you guys remember how it ends? No. Okay. It's, it's been I know many he years. Ages like super rapidly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, so the, like towards the end, like his, like he, his actual age Elijah starts Woods catching up movie. with it. Yes. Yeah. Little, little Elijah. Kid, yeah. Little Elijah. Oh, he was po- adorable. Post Back to the Future Two, pre Flipper. <laughs> oh, he was so tiny. Flipper. I haven't seen that since I was a kid, and I don't think I should. I still haven't seen it. No. Ever? No. It's kind of like... Because I-, I saw Free Willy, and I'm like, I feel as if we're done. <laughs> I saw it recently. My daughter picked that recently. Holds up? Sure. You didn't see the... No. Does posted? it not? Of the scene? I mean, it's it's a, it's a kid... You, when you watch... It's a kid's movie. It's very kiddish. Like, it's very... It's very... It's very uh, naive and like, we gotta get saved, you know, gotta save the park. Let's start a lemonade stand, kind of. It's like the equivalent of that. That's where you go, um... 
this is some bullshit though, right? Like, <laughs> as an adult, you go, they're not going to save enough money to ca- fucking... Ca- kind of like a, like a primitive uh, species fighting off uh, a galactic empire with like sticks and stones. Right. Right. That's exactly the, the analogy I was about to use. I don't understand what just happened. I don't know either. Because he, he, he picks, he picks so, and chooses um, what does and doesn't work I know, I know, according I know to... What, what am I talking about? Avatar? Yeah. Oh. No, I'm talking about Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> You're also talking about Avatar, but I am also talking about Avatar. And yeah, you're also I'm talking not, about I'm, Dances with Wolves. I'm not. I'm not I, I may not be right, but I'm not wrong. But you're yeah, not wrong. that's what matters. <laughs> Adamantine. There's wrong, and oh, then there's this. The there's this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate uh, when we refer to recording and we're laughing. And all of a sudden, in my head, I'm like, "Crap, that was like the thing we lost." No, I don't think we lost that one. I think that was in Geek Newsy. That was Geek okay. Newsy. That Adamantine. Teen. Weirdo. All right. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, forever, I like the movie. Forever, but right. how did it? So how did it end? Okay, so towards the end, I mean, obviously, there's a whole chunk Spoiler of movie. Alert. Like I'm, I'm Came erasing thirty years ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's a whole chunk of movie I'm like completely skipping over here and just completely skipping over Elijah Wood's character and everyone in the middle, just talking about Mel Gibson and the woman he's been in love with that he ended up because she goes into a coma and then he ends up being in like like cryogenically frozen for like twenty three years. I think it was it was in mm-hmm. the num- the jump. Was actually according to I was looking it up while you're talking. I think it was from like the 1930s to 1992. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was definitely forever. Oh sorry. <laughs> yeah. So then 53. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you. Nope. I'll th- 1939 and awakened. He awakes in 1992. 1992. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. So basically, he like goes into this into this, in this stasis. Right, wakes up. And 1939. Right. Yep. Are we actually doing math? Was that 60, 63 years? 53. 53. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was close. Yeah. I was, uh, I was off, off by ten. I was correct. Yeah. That was stupid. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so anyways, like he, towards the end, when everything gets solved, like at some point you are genuinely thinking he's going to die because he's having complications and you don't know what those complications are, but he's having complications from the freezing and stuff. To, at the end, it's that uh, his like actual age catches up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually does completely age and he able, he's able to find her in time and able to spend the rest of his life with her. If you think about that, he lost 53 years of actually living yeah. and actually having a life and like it's one of those things where like it's what kind of makes the movie sad too where you're like it's it's almost a waste but not and then there's love and look I want to be like yay would look. he was a baby yeah, and you know who wrote the movie J.J. Abrams. Yes, I was. Gonna, oh, I didn't know. That was know the that. fun fact I was thinking yeah. of earlier. Actually, and I it was Jeffrey, Jeffrey Abrams. Abrams. He he wrote it under mm-hmm. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Abrams. Abrams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't J.J. Abrams gonna be edit, uh, directing something soon? Uh, episode nine. Episode yeah. nine. Yeah. Which, I'm excited. excited about that. Can't wait till he gets uh, Return of the Jedi and remakes it. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> you know, like he walks like, like how he got episode four and remakes. Yeah, but they're already it, doing know? the yeah. porgs in the next one, so yeah, little That's, owl creatures. But Forever Young's fantastic. And yes, Steve, it. you know, directed uh, Forever Young, Steve Miner. Did he? Yep. Wow. Uh, director of Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, Part Two uh, and Three, Halloween H Two O. Talk about surprising resume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that he is a uh, an underrated horror director. Day of the Dead, two thousand eight version. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna mention that one. Yeah, uh, he's underrated except for that one. <laughs> Perfectly rated for that one. <laughs> yeah, decently rated. <laughs> exactly the exactly way he way. should be rated. Mm-hmm. All right, and he so did another movie called Private Valentine, Blonde and Dangerous. Mm. 
I did go not see on. Why? How did you not see this movie, Dave? Oh, oh my god, that looks like it's right up my alley. Yeah, Private yeah, Valentine, Jessica Simpson. Are it being like a cadet. It was Jessica yeah. Simpson. It is hey, Jessica Simpson. You didn't see that? Yeah. No, because it went like this. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I noticed it right so away. That is my saw, number four. It's I just saw a young. rack. I, I, Forever I, young, I, I, and I recognized that rack from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh, I don't know what she looked like, officer. These are her boobs. Yes, I'll tell you exactly. Who it is. <laughs> so what's your number four, Neri? Um, so this is gonna be tough for me, and it's gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, left of center here. My number four is Bird on the Wire. Honorable mention for me. Hmm? Uh, I don't remember this movie. It was Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. It was Mark yeah. Gibson. They were thieves, right? There were. Uh, he was a smuggler. Okay. And then he faked his own death, and she was his girlfriend. And he, she walked into. He was in a witness protection program, and then she walked into his body shop that he was working at as a mechanic mm. years later like decades later and she was like you look familiar and blah 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 and that shit there and then it became that the CIA was after them again because of the shit that he knew and uh, it was an action romantic comedy it was like oh, a cool. fucking perfect balance yeah, of, I remember watching good. this movie and I saw it recently maybe like four years ago and I remember it was a perfect balance of comedy and action and like it was Mel Gibson at his Mel Gibson-ish peak and Goldie Hawn as Goldie Hawn gets man yeah. it was yeah. fucking great Bird on the Wire was a great movie it was really a yeah. good movie um uh, on a wire. I need to watch this. I haven't seen this. You've one. never yeah. seen Bird on a Wire? No. It's really good, man. It's really good. I, and I watched it four years ago and it holds up. Like it holds, you know what I mean? It goes, and it's they're on the run and and they're bickering and fighting and stuff and and it's which like, is always fun. It's always not only is it always fun, but it's perfectly uh, the, their chemistry was so good because it wasn't like all lovey dovey and it was and you know what I mean? Like she. When was the last time you guys saw a movie like that? Like a movie where you know um, the two leads are. They obviously have that tension, but it's like a fun kind of banter and bickering the entire time. And they Notebook actually had that. feel good. Notebook had that, I think. Um, but it wasn't on the run kind of. Like, no, no, Because no, that, that is actually, that is kind of like a thing. Yeah. That you have in some like, of them. Like uh, Mr. Uh, and Mrs. Smith, the, Yeah, think. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, because like, I went to Natural Born Killers. They physically punch each other. Which is every man's we, dream. Okay. I went to natural born killers. <laughs> you don't to think punch Angelina Jolie. Uh, no, to punch, yeah. to punch. Like there are times where your spouse, men or woman, I'm not talking about men or women. There are times where your spouse says some shit that if they weren't the opposite gender, you would punch them in the fucking face. And if they were a trained assassin, they would be able to take that punch. Or as the kids say, throw hands. Throw hands. <laughs> watch me throw these hands, yo. Like it's like um, I was like so I like I watch Mr. Mr. Smith and I go because you never see him actually hit her. In a movie, I've watched it rather recent. Mm-hmm. He's never actually seen it, but he does hit her. But you don't actually, they don't show you him no. hitting a woman. It's like in old westerns when they used to show him firing the gun, but they would never show the guy getting shot. Right. They show the aftermath of him going, yeah. ah. And so she, like, uh, you know, like, but it's a great movie. I love Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but you never see him actually hit her, but he does hit her. But as an audience, you are okay with that. But at the same time, that. you also. Like they're trying to kill each other at that moment. Like uh, as an audience, you, you are okay you, with that. As a for because each of them ma- thinks the other one's because, trying. Yeah, because both of them are trained professional spies. Well, right? no, because at that moment it also makes sense. They're not just a couple having an argument and then they like start it's fighting. Not like, Did it's, you fucking scratch my car, bitch? Bah! Like it's not no, like, it's it's like, like well, but you know what? That's War of the me. Roses. War of the Roses. Do you ever see War of the Roses? No. War of the Roses is the same premise except they're not trained spies. They're just a married couple that is. 
basically been fed up of one another. It's awesome. Oh, so that's Death a very different her. movie, though. That's very Death becomes her. Yeah, that's another great one. Yeah. Well, Which one? Okay, sure. Uh, God, using a word a little loosely there. Went all right. Uh, good. Death Which becomes one? her is great. Okay. Oh, Death becomes her is fantastic. You Have you go. seen it recently? Uh, not uh, in the last couple years, couple, no, but I said it recently. Was the last time? What was the last it was on TV. The, honestly, I want to say maybe like three years it's ago. In, really? It's you saw three uh, years ago and you still thought it was fantastic? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you, have to, you also have to accept movies from when they were made. I saw stuff, it for the yeah. first time a year ago. So for the first time ever, I saw it a year ago. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is a lot to accept here. This is a lot to... Really? Do. I mean... I like the story better than the actual play, the way it played out. But I do like the story. And this chick, what's your name? The one Goldie Hawn's in that one. The one on the street. The fucking... The one that gives the potion. Oh yeah. Oh, um, she's Ross's. She's the one that made didn't make the Ross's list, and it was laminated. Rossellini. Rossellini. Yeah. <laughs> this is your reference, bro. In that movie, yeah. she looked holy blue velvet. I didn't see blue velvet. Oh man. All right, buying blue velvet now. Right, so. Yeah, I've been I've been hearing hearing good things. All right, about. so uh, you never seen blue velvet? No. You like David Lynch? Okay, watch Blue Velvet. All right. All right, so uh, Bird of the Wire, I think, is a great... Chem- they have a great, a great chemistry. This is one of the movies where I, I was surprised they didn't... And I was young when it came out, but I remember thinking to myself, they're going to make a part two, right? Like, it has to make a part two. And they didn't. And I don't understand why. Like, I I, I mean... Does it end in a place where it No, could? it's not like a cliffhanger, but it's like one of those like where I will follow these two through another fucking chase of some kind. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, like, I, I, I the felt stone. the same way about True Lies. Oh well, yeah, everybody definitely. Thought that way. Everybody thought that about. I, I was expecting and lies, the part ends, two. And True Lies ends with a now she's in the fucking right. in the agency. So oh yeah, I totally expect that to be it, a franchise. Yeah, totally. And and I don't know why. Just Cameron. But you you know what? I I feel like as much as I would want a part two, that ending is so perfect that you don't think that part two would match up to. I don't know. It'd be well, hard to beat. Well, yeah, because True Lies at that point having. Both of them already be spies. Like you, you don't know what the. It's perfect. Lies, it's perfect the way that True it is. Two could be Stallone going through that same scenario. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Mr. Cameron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Bird on the Wire. Yeah. Bird on the Wire. The Bird on the Wire is my number four. Uh, number and four. I knew that that this would like when I was making my mountain. I was like, I could go with a mountain that I know people are, like. I could get a perfect game. Easy on this mm-hmm. mountain, and I was like, "No, I want to talk about Bird on the Wire." Uh, so I'm glad you did because I'm I'm gonna try to find it and watch it now. Well, it's on iTunes, but it's 14.99. So I, don't I, know ju- I yeah, I just checked. I, <laughs> I, I checked before when I even made my list. Um, so uh, that's my list. One. Uh, so number fours are Patriot, 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 Forever Young, Bird on the Wire. Jeez. All right. Well, my, I had the same train of thought for my number three, and I it's one of my favorite Mel, uh, Mel Gibson. I almost said Mel Brooks. Mel oh, Gibson man, movies. Mel Brooks would be a fan. <gasps> That'd be uh, great. Yeah. Mountain. Why would they move together? I've Mel Brooks and Mel Gibson. I don't think so. I've mentioned yeah. Mel Brooks Mountain. Like, well, a bunch do you of think times. that he's they would? Too, he's not now. <laughs> no. If they would have happened, it would have happened in the nineties. Yeah. 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 Uh, my number three is Maverick. My number three as well, my friend. Really? That, yes. That's what? an honorable mention for my me. number three. I did not think anybody else had that man. You table it then. Well, no, it's number three also. So we can just talk about it yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, talk about a we- you got a western which I, I was never really a western fan neither am I this will make my westerns mountain to be honest with you probably yeah um, James Garner who I love I mean yeah. I've talked about other movies that I've had with James Garner that, that he's I find him hysterical his, pers- his, his presence the, his delivery 
the jokes in in this movie, the the the, the soundtrack, they always have the right type of like cheesy music or what going on in the background him and jodie foster that that's that's another movie right there him and jodie foster they're back and forth throughout the entire mel gibson in general you know, has like in his comedies with his like female counterparts tends they, to have that yeah that good chemistry mm-hmm. and then there's like these inside jokes like when they do the bank robbery and and that he's in the bank and it gets held up and it's danny glover and they both stop and just stare at each other like dude I know you that was a somewhere. great scene so so what happens is he's in the bank right Mel Gibson's in the bank and he's talking to a friend of his that owes him money he yeah. works for the bank that works at the bank mm-hmm. all of a sudden they, the bank gets held up right by a, by a masked man right in a bandana right like they did back in the day right? <laughs> and he's doing this but like, give me the money blah blah and all the other stuff there and Mel Gibson has his hands up right yeah. next to the bank robber who's pointing the gun elsewhere and then like Mel Gibson has this thing this moment of like yeah and he just reaches over and he pulls down the bandana <laughs> and he goes hey man you can't pull that and it's, and it's Danny Glover yeah. and he goes hey man you can't put it and then as Danny Glover's like hey man what do you do they kind of he pause <laughs> and they kind of look at each other and they go uh uh <laughs> nah, and they, and they have that it's moment. So perfect. It's so fucking perfect, yeah. man. It was such a perfect like breaking, you know, breaking. It's not a break. It's like it's a wink at the camera. Is what it is. Yeah. It's more of a like, hey, you know, we well, know. And, wink at the camera. And of course, kind of a- directed by Richard Donner. So yes, mm, which is know. also director of Lethal Weapons. Uh, and I, I just it. Dude, there's so many comedic moments in that. Uh, Bridget Fonda is it Bridget Fonda? No, no Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Yeah. Jodie Foster's in that movie, and she's great. He's they're like she's a great thief. He's a great thief. He's fucking. I mean, I love. There's so many aspects of this movie. The fact that they break the stereotype of the of the Native American in the movie, and he's like, "Yeah, this guy hired me to do the whole how thing," and I like he has to, like, <laughs> like the, the, the Native American guy is talking about how he's. <laughs> Hired by a guy who wants him to play up the fucking the whole Indian bit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To play it off, the, the, he, that was goes, the best. He goes, "What's up with the whole with the with the headdress and whatever?" And he goes, ah, "We got this job that this guy. <laughs> yeah, we gotta play it up. Yeah, you gotta play it up. We gotta do the whole highway everything." And he yeah. goes, "Really? And what this time guy? period is this? Like, it's yeah, I mean, this western. It's a western. It's a western. Yeah, po- post Civil War. Yeah, and and like, I mean, they've 70s. got like the steam. I mean, the the the." Yeah, steam engines. Steam engines, yeah. like, okay. and they've got like the, the 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 whole premise of the movie. If you've never seen it, mm. is he's trying to get to this championship poker game that's worth. It's supposed to be a really high amount of money, like a probably a thousand dollars back time, then. Yeah, yeah. Right. They, but and and so he's trying to collect money from an, all these people that owe him money, mm. so that he has enough to get to the game because he's a poker shark and he's right. a good, really good yeah. poker player. Like the opening scene of this movie is him at a table. That this is where you get introduced to the villain of the movie, which is Alfred Molina, right? Who but, does a fantastic, yeah, job. who's awesome as the bad guy in this. But like, um, he sits there and he's at the poker table, and it's literally, I, it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie because he's just there and he's like, "I'll tell you what," they go, "It's a close game." He goes, "I'll tell you what, I'll sit here and I won't win a hand for an hour. I'll play, but I won't win a hand for an hour." And they're like, "Okay." So he sits there and he's losing money. He's betting every time. He's got to put money in, mm-hmm. and then he folds, but he's. And then after an hour, he looks at his clock and he his, his stopwatch and he goes, okay, and just starts winning every hand. And they're like, well, how the hell are you doing? You have to be cheating. He's like, what do you think I did for the last hour? I was watching every single one of your tells. So I'm I knew studying. exactly what everybody mm-hmm. was doing at this table. Yeah. And then it's like they the the fight fight scenes in this movie are great. The comedy is great. It's just, it's just a fun movie. It's a great, I, 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 I love it. I bought it on the it. family share just because I it was on sale one day and I was like I I I love Maverick. Like yeah. I absolutely love Maverick, and I was huge into poker at that time. 
That's no, when no, I started. And that's another thing. Really? It's a Western movie. It's a comedy. And it's a poker movie. Yeah. Like, I'm not a poker guy, but I love a good poker movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a, I'm not a necessarily a baseball guy, but I love a good baseball yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. And the same shit goes for poker. I'm like, man, it's fucking... They play up, they, they play it up really well, man. I didn't know Richard Donner directed this movie. You didn't? I, not until like three months ago when I was watching it. Actually, three months ago, I was having a discussion about Richard Donner and I, on Facebook, and I said that it's he's overrated. And one of my friends goes, what do you think about Maverick? I go, oh, fuck, I love Maverick. And he goes, really? Like, he was like, I thought I was the only one. I go, no, I fucking love Maverick. Nah, I'm like, yeah. why would you even bring him up right now? Like, it was random. And he goes, because it's Richard Donner directed. I go, what the fuck? Like, I was so surprised. Yeah. And I was like, no. I, I, yeah. I think that he's uh, he's very underrated. Uh, looking at Lethal Weapon and Maverick, I will agree with and you. And The Omen. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. He, he is he's a... Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, look at my life. Uh, yeah, I, he's a he's a super influential director. Um, I I love Maverick, absolutely love it. Honorable mention for me. What's yours then? Uh, my number three is, uh, and this was really hard to choose because my number one and my number two, I went back and forth on on those two. Uh, so I knew that one of this series was going to make my number three slot and uh, I thought really long and hard about which one it would be and uh, I ended up going back and forth between uh, the first one and the second one and I ended up going with Lethal Weapon 2 alright Lethal Weapon 2 is my number three not mine uh, uh, you, you have another Lethal Weapon All right. honorable mention for me is Lethal Weapon 2 uh I think that's the weakest one of the fucking four. Really? Yes. Oh my god! The I, one great thing about that movie, and I, I'm not saying it's a bad girl, movie because she's the hottest girl. The I'm not series. saying I'm not saying it's <laughs> a bad movie. No, I understand what you're saying. I think it. I think that series, uh, like I said before, I think every one gets better than the, the previous one, with the exception of two over one. One I think is a better movie. Two I think is the weakest link. How the one great thing about the movie is of diplomatic immunity. Line. Yeah, the, that's fucking gold. That's, that's the that's most gold. famous line yeah. probably in the entire series. Diplomatic. Community, yeah. How far apart was three and four? Um, that was three and big, four that was, was about ten years. That was the biggest yeah. gap. That was the biggest gap. Yeah, I remember. I remember how huge the hype was and how excited everyone was when four See, came to out. To me, to well, I mean, this is because you picked two. I don't even remember that much from three because I didn't like it as much as I liked one, two, or four. Really? Yeah. See, I, I, I remember I the ending of the construction oh, scene. Three, three, three is so good. Dude, three I like, is amazing. I like, yeah. And it introduces Rene Russo. Yeah, she's and awesome. Joe oh, man, and she fuck, no, no, Joe Pesci comes in too. Part two. He's introduced he in part two? two. Yeah, he's introduced. He he's has a, he's a bigger a big role, role in part three. Oh, but he's got a big role in part two. Yeah, because they're doing... His character has meaning in part two because he's a snitch, but he's not in the movie as much as he is in part three and four. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because part two is the hotel. Part two part, is part two the hotel scene with him. Yes. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The only That's reason cool. the Lethal Weapon movies aren't on my mountain is because I can't really remember the first few super clearly, like storyline wise. And I just remember being a great team up, like the actual vibe mm-hmm. of the movies. I can remember, like if I sat there and I saw a scene, it would click in my head immediately. Mm-hmm. But I can't, like it's you know, it all blends together from when I was younger. Yeah. Lethal Weapon Four well, is the one I remember clearest because of the fact that it was older. Well, I also, one saw, I, I also saw one. I, I think also, I saw four only once. I saw one, yeah. two, three, and four back to back, like a whole like, bunch of like times. Eight, not only that, but like eight months ago was most recent. Oh, like, really? I, oh, yeah. Most recent. So I'm like really like well versatile in these movies. But I love these fucking movies. But I part two to me was the weakest one, man. I, I agree. She did have the hottest. It was the hottest. It was chick, the hottest. Chick. Chick. But. Mm-hmm. 
a diplomatic I, community. But part three was fucking great. I mean, part three, Rene Russo comes into this movie and it the whole about chemistry, fucking mm-hmm. bickering back and forth. Oh, that and that scene, underlining yeah. tension is like fucking great. Wait, man. that was the gun running one, right? Yeah, that yeah, was three. That was the one okay, with, no, with, the, with the killer then. with the killer with the bullets. Bu- yeah, that the yeah, black the cop, kid, the cop killers, the, the, the cop because that the kid gets shot, the little black kid yeah. gets shot. Yeah, Danny Glover shoots him. It's not the little black kid. It was it was a kid. Wasn't he? It was a teenager. He was he was his son's friend. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. But actually, no, you're right. Never mind. That movie was fantastic. That movie yeah. was fucking yeah. great. <laughs> awesome. Take that back. I, like I take everything back. I, I love and it. then Boyster Man, that fucking that that uh, that scene at the funeral because he killed yeah, his that's right. fucking yeah. friend. That the lady slapped. And the lady him. slapped him, and then she goes, "Go find his killer. Go yeah. find. What go a find great who, scene. If you want to do oh. something for me, yeah, you go. find the man that put, put that, that gun, gun in, in my hand. boy's hand. Oh, dude, that was like. You want to change just to, you want to change two to three? I might. And then he just took that. The way he just took that slap, that was such a fucking deep scene, man. Where it went from. And that's another thing that those movies were fantastic in that they go from buddy laughing, ha- you know, having a good time, uh, to to serious to, drama, to yeah. action and and drama. Like it was yeah, like the buddy just- cop movies that try to re- like kind of um, bounce off of Lethal Weapon yeah. now. Like don't they can't really get to that point because they were literally yeah. having a conversation. They went to a burger joint. And he was trying to quit smoking, so he gave them an onion. He started mm-hmm. biting an onion, yeah. like a fucking apple. So that's like a whole, like, whoa, whatever, blah, blah. Then he creeps up around the corner, sees a, a fucking gun deal go by. Shit fucking starts happening. Roger then kills the kid. And then the very next scene is the fucking funeral. And his son is helping, he's helping his son tie his yeah. necktie. And his, he's got to go to his friend's funeral that he well, starts with killed. shaving. Yeah, the shaving thing. Yeah. yeah. And it, dude, that's a very, that's a fucking great movie. And then the fact that, that he gets the dog in that movie, I don't uh, know that dog. Oh, and then he starts eating the, 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 dog the fucking biscuits. dog treats. Oh, it's great, um, man. <laughs> actually, the part two suck, man. Two, actually, <laughs> no. There's another scene from two, though. He's about though. to change it, like there's right a, now. There's another scene from two that that is memorable. And it's, Which it's one are you thinking when of? he's on the toilet. Yeah. With the bomb. No, that's three. That's, that's three. two. That's two. No. I just looked it up. No. I just confirmed it. That that's that's part that's the beginning of the I just part looked three. at it right now and it's two. I just looked at it right Man. now. All right. Toilet See, bomb, blend. lethal weapon two. That is wrong. I'm yeah. telling you right now that that YouTube title is wrong. That's part three, and I am changing it to Lethal Weapon 3. <laughs> you guys fucking convinced me. I was going back and it forth. Really, it was going to be one, two, you know, and three. It really I, wasn't that hard, a of, a, it wasn't that hard of a push, apparently. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go Lethal Weapon 3, man. You think four doesn't uh, like- Okay, IFC. In Lethal Weapon 2, we get perhaps the most intense scene that, that uh, created around a guy taking a crap. So you are wrong. It what's is the, the weapon for, two. What's the opener for part three? Do you still choose three then? I know I still choose three, but <laughs> I don't know what the opening. I don't know. I don't but know. That's what it. The that opening. was the whole. You know, uh, one, two, three, one, two, and three. <laughs> I love that scene. That's yeah. a great scene. What was the I, my favorite opening of Lethal Weapon? Always because the, it's the one I can remember the most. Aside from part one, which is a jumper. Yeah, that's a great one. Part three, part four is the guy, the fucking flamethrower guy. Oh yeah, yeah, goes, yeah. Squawk, squawk around like a chicken yeah. in your underwear, and then you think that worked? He did that work. My underwear. He goes, "No, I just wanted to see if you do it." <laughs> <laughs> that was so great, man. Okay, I remember that. Oh, that was so yeah. great. Uh, I, I love, and that was a huge fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. No part three, the opening for part three. He's right. The opening for part three was they went into the building. And they can't. They try to, and they go. Oh, this is not a real bomb. It's not fucking. It's not. And they yes. fucking. And they activate the bomb. And they have to leave yes. the building. That's yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. You're right. I'm actually starting to remember three a lot more I, now. I'm like this all two, makes sense in my head now. Dude, he. The fact that oh my god, that was a great and that was a great scene as far as chemistry between a man and a woman. 
um, that they were showing each other scars. Yes, in the mm-hmm. elevator. And that, no, at their house, at his, at her house. That she started. Oh like, right, right, she right. Started yeah. stitching him up because he got like blood on his head, and she was like, "Oh, it's a scratch." And like, that's not a scratch. And he starts and, taking off his shirt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, check this out. And then she's yeah. like, "Oh, you win." And he's like, "Oh, come on, you can't, you can't fucking, you can't just take a heat, whatever." And that's where you see the 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 sexual frustration. But mm-hmm. it was a mm-hmm. great scene for me. I thought was a great scene because it didn't make her. Of, like it showed how tough of a badass she was. Yeah, yeah. And she wasn't she was like, an equal. Yeah, she was an equal. She wasn't a damsel in distress. She was like, I got fucking scars too, motherfucker. Like you ain't shit to me. And that and it and it was and it made it sexy all at the same time. It was Pri- really cool. Prior man. to that, she was the and I hate to use the term the bitch from uh Internal, the, from the, Internal Affairs, Internal Affairs right. who's who's trying to bust these guys. Right. You know. So I. Um, well, that's supposed to be the reveal, no? Mm-hmm. It was like right. saying that, yeah. But I. Yeah, you know, after talking about this, and I, I'm still bouncing back and forth in my head, but I, I, I think I'm gonna go with part three. I, I knew, I knew I was gonna put a lethal weapon. The, with the toilet, I didn't know which the, one. Aside from the toilet scene, and aside from the diplomatic immunity, and there's girl. not very many. Well, I mean, you know, there's not very many. <laughs> no, I, I, I disagree. I think I, I just comparatively. I think that part two is. To other part three and part four with Jet Li, fuck, dude, come See, on, dude. For, for me, part four never enters the equation. Oh, um, and, and I'm not saying the part four is bad. Oh, I'm just saying it's that it's for a, a one, two, and three for me are so close in um, in quality. And and as far as like me just enjoying it, I, I, it's so close. Every time I have a conversation with someone, I change my opinion on which my favorite Lethal Weapon movie is. I mean, it just goes so, to show the strength of the franchise. Yeah, much better franchise than the Die Hard franchise. I I think it's not much better. It might be more consistent, slightly better. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. I, 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 I think I think, I think one through four of Die Hard is fucking nuts. It's so good. I think one through three. It's so good. I think four is incredible. I know you don't like four. The one with Kevin Smith? I love Kevin. Like for me, I'm just like I can't help it. Like I actually like the four. I like Kevin Smith. Live free or die hard. I like just so long. Just yeah, yeah. But Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is in it as well. It's in the movie. He has the he has the scene. He's the his friend in the basement. Yeah, that lives at his mom's house. That scene, you think that one holds up to to lethal weapons? Any of the lethal weapons? No, you're right. But what 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 one through three? One through three. It doesn't. But I like I like live free or die hard. I I I I like live free or die. Dude, I like part five. So you're sticking to the fire. No, I don't. I do not. I love part five. As a matter of fact, I'll go that far. I I just take the ridiculousness for what it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you're accepting. Thing is, like the first, first of all, the first Die Hards, say- it didn't really fully spiral into like it didn't go to Fast and Furious territory. Like you know how Fast and the Furious really he took down a helicopter in every single movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but every they, went, they went. For when us- do helicopters understand that John McClane does not lose against helicopters? <laughs> and and <laughs> he's taking down every single kind of helicopter: a police helicopter, a fucking army helicopter, every kind of helicopter. John McClane has yeah. taken down. Like the helicopters should know. Stay the fuck away from John McClane. <laughs> That's what they should know. And so, when does it not get into Fast and Furious level? He, he the jumping off a fucking elevator shaft. Come on, um, man. These um, are fucking crazy, ridiculous stunts. No, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, it's okay. So you know, Fast and Furious it's has that ramp up. That kills that's what, I'm saying, that's, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> the radiation is what. That's what I'm saying. He swi- He takes. He takes a nice swim through Chernobyl radioactive water. Yeah, and, but the water <laughs> saves it. From being radioactive, you don't know. Come on, man. Who cares? Like, who gives a fuck? Like, this guy's a guy who's walking through glass, barefoot, jumping through a fucking uh, elevator shaft with a fucking fire hose. 
he would have died. I he would have fucking died. I just didn't no like man the movie. would live through that. I, I, I just didn't like the movie. I, I, did, that, I, did, I didn't that like just was, ice, was radioactive icing on the cake. So I you say like, like so? Die you know what? Th- thinking about it now, <laughs> you're right. I think that Lethal Weapon is a more consistent. Damn, series. it's really easy to switch Dave on all these things. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about how great Trump is. No, uh, look at your face. Look at that, look at that. You lost me there, man. I'm out. Okay. All right. So, so what was your number three? <laughs> your number three is Lethal Weapon 3? Huh? Lethal Weapon? Yeah, I, I, think, okay. I think I'm going to go Lethal Weapon 3. All right. Steph? Well, I already wrote right. down, so. Uh, for my number three, I have What Women Want. That's a great movie. I love that movie. I don't remember. That's another one. I remember when I saw it, I enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I actually saw that in the theater. I, I know I did. I but I don't remember it enough. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I know that he can hear, like, but I don't remember it enough to be be able to be like... Was it a a, um, a blow dryer in the shower, right? Yeah, so he's an ad exec who is, like, super old school and, like, sexist. So the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie, he's a dick. Um, or he's, he's Don he's Draper. Awesome. Or, he's, or he's Mel Gibson. Or he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, come in comes in. Oh, who is it? It's not the one who's Jodie Foster. It's the one who everyone always uh, thinks. Helen is Hunt. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I remember the movie. Yeah, not yeah. clearly, but I remember it. Yeah. So Helen Hunt comes in as well um, to work in this ad agency. He's having issues with. He's feeling insecure about whether or not he's actually being able to like compete with. And they're all having a you know a pitch for this like whole you know new at like new ads, and they're starting to pitch toward women and girls more. He ends up trying to give himself like a brainstorming session at home, like when his daughter, like when his daughter's away one night. Who is Shailene, right? Is, mm-hmm. that, is that his daughter, Shailene, the girl from uh, Divergent series? Shailene Woodley. No, was she alive when that movie no. came out? Oh, come on, uh, I, I may be wrong in the name, but she was definitely alive. But I, I, I it's somebody okay. I don't remember. Go ahead. Um. So yeah, it's it's kind of yeah. So it's a it's a mixture of the fact that he's like listening to, I think he's listening to Meredith Brooks's bitch. <laughs> So he's listening That's to bitch. Funny. He's painting his toenails. He has pantyhose on. He's trying to shave, like, like wax his legs. He's trying like a bunch of stuff so you can like test out the products that are in this package. Mm. And in the middle of that is oh, when he actually Ashley, electrocuted. It's Ashley Moore, uh, Ashley Johnson. Yeah, the girl from Blind Spot. <laughs> the girl that has remember the show that has all the tattoos. The girl wakes up in night in Times Square with all the tattoos. The oh, I show. never saw it. I yeah. never saw oh, the show. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. see it. But I know who you're talking about. All right, yeah. all right, cool. Um, but anyways, yeah. So he, after that, is able to like listen in to women's thoughts and stuff right. like that, and it just shows how at the beginning he's using it for his advantage, and then just was changed. It's just like fun comedic movie, and it's just maybe like I think it might be the most lighthearted of the bunch. Mm-hmm. I would say because mm-hmm. the other ones are more action driven. That even if they do have comedy, so this is one of the ones that's just straight comedy and romance. Yeah, uh, with like no real truly sad moments. I mean, there's some touching, but Marissa Tomei's in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she Hot plays like, someone he had oh, a yeah. fling with. He ended up using that to his benefit. So you see him actually use it to his benefit quite a lot. But like, I don't know. I just enjoyed. I like honestly, it was just like kind of like a fun movie, and I used to watch it with my parents all the time and stuff. Um, it. I don't know how much it holds up. Shailene Woodley was nine. So you're right. Yeah, I was. Well, oh, I know because Ashley Johnson is 34 right now. <laughs> so I know that she would have made this movie when she was. I mean, well, Sh- Shailene Willie is, is 25 now. Right. So side boob in Snowden. FYI, uh, full boob in. I know. I, 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 I don't know if it would. Hold, <laughs> I Google it. Might, it the might Google still hold up. I just haven't seen it. In mm-hmm. forever. I haven't seen it since I saw it. I haven't seen it since I saw it the one time in theaters. Yeah. But I remember I enjoying saw it, it many times mm-hmm. on home video. 
I think I own it on DVD. It was just one of those like solid like okay everyone like you're having like a group hang for like a movie night thing and you're just you want like a fun movie that you're all gonna joke around about. I watched that movie by myself many times. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. So many times with a notepad. Yeah. Probably and five or six times I've seen that movie by myself. Yeah. Like and I, I, don't, I don't think I ever saw it with somebody else. Put it that way. Yeah. I think it's like solidly it's like a solid rewatchable movie. Like if it's on. It's like you ever seen you know Pretty Woman by yourself. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what you're watching. I I don't th- I don't think there's a distinction between Pretty Woman and what women want aside from the fame, aside from the popularity. Of right. It. But I think they're the think, same kind of movies. Right. The romantic yeah. comedies, they they're you know they're good for what they are, and that's it. Yeah. I like I like what women want a lot. I like yeah, I like so, Pretty Women. I'm yeah. just saying Pretty Woman. I just yeah. think yeah. that's the same kind of movie. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying like I already knew certain one of his like must go to movies were gonna be on mountains. For me, some of those movies were just like. Um, Mel Gibson was always good at like popcorn movies to me too like stuff you would just like kind of watch on a movie night as much as he also had like the big dramatic and action driven yeah. ones so, like, sometimes he had ones that you could just like hang out there like with whatever group it's either like your mixed group of friends or just your family or things like you could hop around so like to me I ended up choosing a lot of his movies that you could sit down with your family okay. and watch dig it and everyone would dig something in it and Helen Hunt is fantastic in it. Mm. She is. Yeah. She really, she's always great. Always. Yeah. I do always get her confused with Jodie Foster. Even I, I don't. I do. I, yeah, I don't. I never have. Had we done the... Um, I the, get Bridget Fonda and Jodie Foster confused sometimes. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a yeah. Yeah. I get that. Well, way, way closer. Uh, had, had we done Disaster Movie Mountains, Helen Hunt would have been talking about On a about few of them. Way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, we didn't say that on this recording. Uh, we talked about it on the last one, right? That we were about to do disaster movies. Yeah. But as of last week, we were gonna do it last week, and then the hurricane hit, and we were like, probably bad timing. Yeah, <laughs> a little probably bit. not. Ill, 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 the intent wasn't, you know, a bad intent. However, it probably would have been perceived that way. So glad it didn't happen. Glad yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah. But it will happen at one point because we do love disaster movies. Just mm-hmm. you know, yeah. It's too soon. Yeah, little bit, little bit. Yes. So you're near your number three was Maverick. Uh, my number three was uh Maverick, yes sir. Um, right. so our number threes are Maverick, Lethal Weapon three, What Women Want, and Maverick two. All right, uh, I have Lethal Weapon one. Okay, um, Lethal Weapon one. The reason I like it more than the other ones is he's not normal yet. Riggs is mm. still. Suicidal. Suicidal. He's still messed up. He's still on the edge. Mm. I'm not saying he's not in the later ones, but this is him at his purest form. Mm-hmm. And the interaction. Go ahead. No. Oh, you put oh, a ahead. I did. I just thought I was You're making I a mental remember. note. I just, I'm making a, oh, putting okay. a pin in something real quick. Okay. You know, you know what, what else Lethal Weapon 2 has? He finally gets his wife's killer. You know, that's what I was going to say. Not yeah. that. Not that. I was going to say the 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 part that I forgot about that he, he just reminded, Jeffrey just reminded me, is in part two, he talks about what happened with his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, he starts to open up. He starts, and he opens up to Murdoch, to his wife, to, uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, what's his name, Murdoch's wife. Uh, mm-hmm. And he tells her what happened, and he tells her that she was on the way to, that he she died because they were trying to get to him. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that extra part, bit of guilt that 
inter- and there was a real interaction. There was yeah. like a real, and he says it not in a "oh, what was me." He says it, in a, and she's like, "What happened?" And he told her, and she was kind of shocked that he opened up that quickly. It seemed like the first time that he had ever told anyone. Right. Yes, and it wasn't his partner. It was right. his partner's wife. It so, was just it was the right time, mm-hmm. which ties into. What he was saying about part one—that he was a broken person. Yeah, part one. Yeah, like which, he, which is which is why I love the fucking TV show, because in the TV show you get the fact that he's broken. The character mm-hmm. of Riggs is so broken, and you get that you get like a part one more so in, from the TV show. I think it's fantastic. But go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, you, and the thing is, is that you get this interaction of this, the the, the interaction that they have. It's very similar. Not very similar, but it's like, kind of like the rush hour thing where you don't like each other, you're stuck with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's. Murtaugh's close to retirement. He's like, yeah. you're, you're going to stick me with this maverick here? Yeah. You know, what the fuck is going on? But, you know, and, and the thing is, is that he, dude, the scenes with him hold with the gun, then he's putting the gun in his mouth. And he's like, <sighs> it's a great it's scene. It's such a freaking heavy scene. That was a real bullet that was in the gun, yeah. by the way. Fun fact. Oh, what? was it? Yes. The, he, they did that they, because they thought that it would. It would feel more authentic for him mm-hmm. going through that. Fuck that so for insurances. Stupid. Yeah. So yeah. stupid. But but you know, imagine if we would have lost a fucking great actor because they fucking. That's the stupidest yeah. thing I've ever heard in my yeah. fucking life, yeah. dude. I, re- I really, I really hope. Yeah, that's fucking taken because of that. Yeah. Guy. Like that's so stupid. I mean, I'm, it worked out, but you know, you don't oh, fucking. Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. Out no for he, he, oh, okay. Jesus. Like, Thank you, Steph. For not I, I had like the, I had that. slightly more like faith in Mary than everyone else. <laughs> that, that was that was ambiguously worded. Yeah. No, it wasn't. You just guys are assholes, and you think that I went there. I'm like I I was saying it worked out for a top for fucking Mel is what I meant. God, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't even know when you go. Oh fuck! I go what? Like I really was like, confused. I was like, why? Why? Steph's the one like no 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 no. no, no. That's like, not it. She's like, you're the witness to the car accident. Like no no no. I saw him turn. Like, he turned. He put the brakes on. I saw him put yeah, the brakes exactly, on. Yeah. And then and he then didn't ram into the car. He didn't know. I promised. Like yeah. You know. And then you've got you know. Besides Riggs and Murtaugh dealing with that, you've got the wonderful, fantastic Gary Busey as Joshua. Yeah, he's a great villain. Which Joshua is just an awesome villain. And to me... Can I tell you my nitpick about part one? Tell me your nitpick about part one. When they go... The way they find Joshua is they... uh, Joshua blows up a house. Right. And the kids from across the street saw his tattoo that is like an inch long. (laughs) Yeah. On his forearm. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and the and the black kid wearing sunglasses, yeah, or three D glasses. Three, they were like three D glasses. glasses. Yeah. Saw the tattoo from across the street. Future cyborg. And I was like, <laughs> and I remember even even as a kid watching that movie, like, what he fucking caught that? Like it wasn't this huge fucking back piece. It was right. like it was like, a tiny little like this right here. Like, yeah, uh, that's a special it's force, that one. That's a special force tattoo. But and yeah. I was like. He should probably have been closer to the house, then, right? Like that. Like, <laughs> and he probably and helped part, out. Part one is where at the end they have the the fight out in that's front of him. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what I was about that's to talk about. Awesome that's what I was about to bring up right awesome, now. Bro. To me, and that's what I was gonna say. As much as that Jet Li fight at the end of four was, Whoa. this to me was the best fight in the yeah, series. Yeah, I, I think I'm then gonna I'm, agree with you. I'm just, like really in the mood to rewatch the damn series you now. Should, I'm yeah, here and I'm like, but just just them that the police are just like let him go. And they're just, and he they uncuff all the li- Joshua. All the lights are on them. The lights, yeah. yeah every, all the police, everybody in the neighborhood. And they're like, just let them fight. And it's it was it raining or the sprinkler? It was raining. It was raining. It was raining. Yeah, and it was, it was raining. just bro, them just going at each other. 
fucking. Wait, was I, it raining or was it a high, fire hydrant that got? That's what I'm. Oh, I'm, I yeah, don't remember. They crashed the car. Yeah, through into, the house. Into house. Might have been yeah. the fire hydrant. Which yeah, is maybe. another thing that they bring up in part three when he's trying to sell the house. He's like, yeah, no, a car, a drug dealer. Right. He came over. Like, he was like, yeah, I have to disclose all the information. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, this whole okay, series okay. is so good. It's man. so good, man. But I love the Jet Li fight. You know what I love about part four? Talking about the fighting is the, talking about acting is the part. Where in the beginning, where Mel Gibson pulls his shoulder during a boxing match with yeah. a young cop, yeah, and he goes, "Oh man, you lucky you pulled a shoulder." And he goes, "I, I just," and he goes, "I didn't pull my shoulder. I didn't pop my shoulder." He goes, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I, I gave him everything I got, and I, yeah. I just, I didn't have enough. Yeah, I, it yeah. wasn't enough. He was, and he was too young, and he was like, it, it was like, uh, 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 and then Murdoch <laughs> goes." Like you're too old for you're getting too old for, like, like you're getting yeah. too old for this shit. And he the realization in Mel Gibson's eyes was fucking perfect. He goes, Yeah. Like he was like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Like yeah. he goes, uh, ten years ago I would have taken that kid out. And he, he couldn't do it anymore. He yeah. couldn't. Doesn't that he say is, it like himself, like towards the end of the movie? Like what? finally actually says the line on his own? No, I don't think he ever says that. I don't know. Not by himself. I think, you know. No, because then that's when he has a kid. Performs mm-hmm. when he has yeah. a kid, uh, but I I love that fucking yeah yeah. But that was a good yeah. that that goes all back to the whole fight scene that he was talking about. That yeah, uh, it's fucking great. And man. then you got the iconic scene of him jumping with the jumper. Uh, he's like, you want to jump? Yeah, let's go. And he's like, whoa, whoa, that no, was, no, no. That was also great too. He's like, why are you guys here? It's, it's a it's a suicide. It's not. And he goes, well, it could be a homicide. Days young. Really good, man. I I love that whole series. Yeah, I do. But my I, I, that's why I picked Lethal Weapon one. Nice. You're not wrong. <coughs> You're not wrong. All right. Uh, so, uh, uh, Dave? Uh, I went do? back and forth on uh, where my top two would uh, would lie. And uh, what I ended up on is my number two is Braveheart. Table. I figured. Yeah. <laughs> I figure the only reason Braveheart's not on mine is I don't I can't honestly say that I remember the thing. Oh, well, man. You, I, you, you gotta watch it again. I watched it when I was very young. I was too I was too young to fully appreciate, it. and even then I still enjoyed like the whole epic speech and or whatever. Okay, table, we'll, table, we'll table. Um, for me, my number two was Signs because it it was the like very it underrated. Was, I think yeah, underrated movie. Rated um, perfectly fine for me. <laughs> how long was how long was the movie? Uh-huh. Was I, it like it was like an hour and a half? Too like long. That. So it was like an uh, hour. And, yeah. Too long. So there yeah. was like it was like six minutes too long because <laughs> the last part of that movie ruined the entire movie. Oh really? You didn't you didn't like the the oh, fucking oh, water? I didn't like that the aliens away. invaded the planet that had seventy five percent what can kill them. And, yeah, and no, like and it. then the fucking swing away, swing away. Well, swing I, away. Look, oh fuck you! I, look, oh fuck you! Swing I ex- away. I accept. Alien movies logic. Sometimes I just accept it because it's a War of the Worlds. That's yeah, the part that it, gets it, you. They, they get a cold. They get like that's they get the part thing. that gets you. The radioactive fucking water in Chernobyl. You can't get over that. But the fucking I did not say away, anything. That was, I, I, that was not. I know, but on everybody. That. I'm talking about in general. People are like, but aren't to, aliens supposed to be higher beings, smarter than us? We always assume that. What okay. if what if they just they're like also like in their conquistador days at the moment, and they're just like that looks like one. I think they haven't been able to. That's a fair point, that, I think. Yeah, yeah. but that, that was my, my issue was okay. You're uh, you're going you're going to a planet that is what seventy. I don't I don't know the exact number. Seventy five percent made of the uh, the material that's going to kill you, or maybe like something like if something in the water like 
they just don't have something like it. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Like their elements probably aren't the same you as ours. Could probably knows? do some recon like, though yeah. before you come. Yeah, maybe you send. You maybe send like Bill. That could have been like, like that well, could have been the Columbus of aliens, where it's a dumbass. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I'm to the right place. It's shaped like a pear <laughs> with a nipple <laughs> at the end. Uh, think of it this way: we use uh, we use radiation as treatment for cancer, and mm-hmm. it's something that can kill you. But mm-hmm. uh, but it's uh, it's something that. If used um, appropriately, I guess it, it can it can also have benefits. I don't like maybe don't salt know. water. They're okay with but fresh have, water. Nah, I don't have a problem with the whole. <laughs> so invading, with the first day it rains. I don't have a problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a problem with the whole invading a planet that's that's covered with stuff that can kill you. Just like I don't have a problem with War of the Worlds where they died mm-hmm. from bacteria because they didn't know about it. I don't have a problem with that. I really have a mm-hmm. problem with the shitty writing of Swing Away that really fucking bothered me. I think like, M.I. Shyamalan had a moment. He had that, that like I, he had the that started the M. Night Shyamalan twists and the way the story no, was told and no, no, no. I think that, I'd appreciate that, that, like, didn't start, that didn't start it that the start, what started it was uh, Six Sense, Six Sense. Sense. Yeah. yeah sure, sure. Uh, I mean, it, no but I'm saying you knew he was by then you were actually going to the movies I love that movie up him. until Swing Away I the think last, that's the stupidest shit on the fucking planet man because the whole story of the, the, the guy of, of yeah, M. Night Shyamalan's character killing his wife his wife and that whole scene it was everything was so good for me up until those last 10 minutes of the movie when I, it was that resolution that, I was like this left such a bad taste in my mouth the you didn't like the resolution one, of Swing Away or didn't like the resolution no, of the water I, being I didn't like kill I, I can go with him with the Swing Away I thought that the whole last 10 minutes of it became a cheese fest that t- that kind of took away from the entire first part that could have been movie. like a studio note thing no, I think I think that been. he was he it was pressured uh, by the studio mm. to produce that you know classic Shyamalan twist, and that's what he came up with. Um, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not gonna fight for the movie because it's not on on my mountain, but uh, it didn't bug me mm. nearly. as I just much like seeing as, him in that kind of movie. You know what movie you I love? I'm with his, you on that. People yeah. shit on me for loving them of his is uh, the Village. I like the Village. I love the Village, and people shot at me because they were like, "You like the Village and you don't like signs." I'm like, "Well, I just don't." I hate the fucking ending of Science. I don't like know you what said, you know, the, the village I know, is much I, better than Yeah, I will say twist-wise, the village being part of the modern world still. Spoiler is, alert. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> now, my, my gripe with the village is that it is exactly the same story, uh, the, the same twist as a book called uh, Out of Time by uh, Margaret Haddix. Which I thought is the a, same thing when I was watching I know. it. Everyone did, didn't they? No, I'm just kidding. But I did. I did. I had. I had. I had just read that book. Um, I was. I was in middle school, and I had. I had read that book, and then um, uh, the village comes out uh, like a year or two later, and I was like, "Wait a second, this is the same thing." But I, it was still fucking awesome. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, like, look. I'm saying when I, when it comes to signs, I just really like. I like seeing an actor who is in, like famous for being in certain kind of roles in something else, something it was different. Something different. Mm-hmm. I like seeing him in something different. He was in a very suspense. Like it was a, like at that time. Think about it. At that time oh, when you first awesome. watched it, it was really suspenseful. Yeah, it was well, terrifying. The, the, the scene yeah. in in, uh, in the basement in, mm-hmm. in the cellar. Basement. That that's a great you know suspenseful scene. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I like look. I appreciate signs for what it is. I can make fun of it now for you know swing away and like all that mm. stuff and everything but i at the time for when it was me i wonder like, when he wrote that did he think was first of all i wonder if it was a writing thing or an actor's thing like did the actress going swing away was that the fucking part that was that went wrong or like because another actress 
portray that line better like pull that line <laughs> off or yeah, was it maybe. just really bad writing it was like swing away it's like what the fuck it is cheesy well yeah the thing is like when it's portrayed in the movie it makes it seem as like sometimes you're like is she psychic like was she saying a message or he's just mm-hmm. it really is him just thinking like like he's just thinking about his wife all the time and then just remember that like it's just eh. Like it's a really random like I will association. Say this. I will yeah. say he could have just had a baseball bat there. I like will say just... this. I will say this. I've only seen the movie once when it came out, not in mm-hmm. theaters, but when it came out on video, and I'm willing to watch it again. But I remember I've only seen it once, and all mm-hmm. these years later, I still remember hating the phrase "swing away." That's I've never pretty fucking what? strong. It, it, it's pretty strong. That hate is pretty strong. If I could, yeah. If I've only seen it once, and and what 10, 15 years later, right? How long ago did that movie come out? Yeah, it's probably uh, been about fifteen years. Yeah, and, and fifteen I, years later, I'm still fucking hating. I'm still cursing at swing away. I want to watch it again yeah. to see if it bugs me as much now. Yeah, because the thing is, I remember at that age, most things bugged us, like from anything. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just I honestly, I don't. With all this time passing, I don't really remember caring that much. Okay, fifteen years. Yeah, God damn, I'm pretty good at this. Fifteen years, man, and I just and I, I don't can't. Remember, I don't remember caring that much. Well, you didn't really care about anything 15 years ago. This is fair. <laughs> you were like, nothing is cool, man. Everything's cool. Whatever, man. I cared, about, alone. I cared about one thing very, very deeply. Vagina. Yep. That doesn't change. Over time. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't change. Um, yeah. All right. I just thought it was like, yeah. I was like, movie And I, I saw him. that. I saw that movie with a Did chick. he ever do anything else like that? Like, no, right? What? Anything else like, sus- like suspenseful like that? You mean like like, a, other like, than the sixth sense? No, I'm talking no, no, about Mel Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, Mel Gibson. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> hey, take it easy. Simmer <laughs> down. Attitude E. Um, away. <laughs> I don't know if he did anything suspenseful. Uh, as a director, he did he did Apocalypto, which yeah, is that pretty, was pretty suspenseful. Pretty suspenseful. But I don't know if an, as an actor he did mm-hmm. anything. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Okay. Uh. Chicken Run, pretty suspenseful. <laughs> uh, well, but you're talking about like horror oh, suspense? Conspiracy yeah. theory. Oh. No, I'm talking about horror suspense. Oh, horror, no. no Casper, that was it. Because like <laughs> Ransom Pocahontas, that was but... fucking scary as shit. And that's it? All the talking. Yeah. Uh, All right, no. It's your turn. Hamlet. Bro. Terrifying. There's For ghosts, real? technically. <laughs> that was my that was my pick. Oh. I'm just giving you, <laughs> I'm giving you which ones he are. Was, he was his goddamn hard. He was almost impressed. Yeah, it's an honorable. It's it, an honorable. It almost was my number four. I, I was I going back and camera. forth between Patriot and Hamlet. It is um, so good. It is. Yeah, I, I, school, I would you know, think like, it's the best Hamlet that I've seen. And I haven't seen many, but I think it's my favorite Hamlet portrayal. Yeah, is his. Oh, see, I've seen one with David Tennant. Yeah. So, oh yes. With and yes. Yeah. Yes, and he's yes. really good at Shakespeare. Yes. Like Shakespeare in place. So. Mm-hmm. Well. I just remember, like, I remember watching Hamlet. Which when I was one like, of you? Which one of those two actors do you think would actually kill somebody? This is fair. So let's go with Hamlet. <laughs> let's go with. Mozart. Does he have the kill grave powers? Exactly. <laughs> like, Apparently, Benedict Cumberbatch did one. Huh. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. It's not even something I like that. Pacino like, did one, or was that King King Lear? King Lear. Okay, never mind. All right. Uh, I get all my Shakespeare from movies. Uh, so <laughs> people right now are like, what the fuck? Now you watch it? Yes, bitch. When it's a fucking major Hollywood actor doing it, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> did you watch? Um, oh yes. Did you watch Joss Whedon's "Much oh. Do About Nothing"? No, because I watched that, that was a good one. That was good. That is good. I, I liked it. Yeah. What's all the right. Beaver? What's that one? Uh, well, okay, it's so one when that a no one talks a woman, about. <laughs> a troubled hus- husband, 
an executive <laughs> adopts a beaver hand puppet. Oh, that's right. As I remember. Sole means of communication. Yes, I remember hearing. Yeah, that, that's one of those movies that when it started. I want to watch it. Okay. Then you tell us what happens. All right, what's your number two? You don't want to watch? You don't feel that that's interesting? I fucking saw Tom I, Hanks talking to a fucking volleyball, and I thought that was the most interesting thing I've ever I seen th- in my life. I thought I the, the beaver, beaver looked back. interesting. No, he has a hen puppet, and then he that's the way he communicates, because he's fucking obviously gone. I'm just going by what the description of the movie said, man. Uh-huh. I wanted okay. to watch it. I didn't get around to watching it, but I've never heard of it until right now, but I'm going to put it on my queue. Matter of fact, I'm going to look it up on iTunes on movie. Yeah, that's... Uh, oh, iTunes does it. Yep, you're right. That one is Q. Oh, whatever. So it's yours. Uh, my number two is uh, another one that is going to cost me my perfect mountain that that I could have had is right. uh, Expendables three. It's all a matter of mentions. I fucking <laughs> love Expendables so three. Fun. Expendables three to me was the best of the series, and that's saying a lot because I love the fucking series. I love part one and I love part three. Part two, I could deal with. I could do without. Hmm. Um, but there's so many things that part three got right, and it got fucked over because one, it, it was one of the movies that got pirated in its entirety. Mm-hmm. In its entirety, and I watched the movie before it came out. I watched the movie bef- a week before it came out on a pirated version. And but I'm one of those guys where if I like a movie, even if I pirate it, I'll, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. after I've already seen it, so right. like it's not losing money from me from on my end because well, losing money the in the theaters and sometimes it, that it's well, I wasn't going to be able to see the movie theater because I was traveling. That that's a fact. That's mm-hmm. totally, but anyways, besides the point. Expendables three, he plays the fucking dopest bad guy in the series. He, and that's saying a lot considering I'm a huge Van Damme fan and Van Damme was a villain in part mm-hmm. two. Yeah, name villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little yeah. It's a little mm-hmm. on the nose. A little and, on the and nose. It still worked. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Mel Gibson in Expendables 3, you find out that he is uh, one of the founding members of the Expendables, along with Stallone's character, and that he went the route of, uh, of um, you know, greed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it's perfect, man. It's, it's fucking perfect. The way he died in that movie was perfect. I mean, it was fucking great. I, I, I can't remember watching a movie... It's been a while. I could, but I could. Rem- I can't remember watching a movie in recent memory in the last fifteen years and hating the bad guy as much as I hated Mel Gibson in that movie. And Damn, I think it just which is good. To, it's, it was yeah. just the way you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and it was so good. It was so. I mean, there's a lot of good villains. There's a lot of good movie villains. Uh, but the ones that I hated, like that I could say f- every time he got on screen, I'm like, kill that mother. Somebody kill this motherfucker right now. <laughs> like that was fucking. Uh, that was. Uh, and and. And he, he, when he told the stories of you know him founding, uh, co-founding the Expendables, I, I was really like, oh man, this is a dude that's fucking turned. This is a dude mm-hmm. that Barney, Sylvester Stallone's character, really loved, and it was like it's it's hurting him mm-hmm. to fucking like it. The, and you could feel Stallone's anger and hurt and pain in this in this. And I I love this movie all the way through. Everything about this movie I love, in, especially Mel Gibson's uh, uh, bad guy. So. Nobody else has seen it. I get it, but I, I love know, I've seen it. I fucking love it. I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen. It. I've, I've seen, seen it. all the Expendables. Movies. Yeah, I, I actually really, I really enjoy the Expendables, like the yeah. entire, the entire series. Yeah, the entire series is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Part three has Wesley Snipes in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I that opening scene with the train. Oh, that fucking that's the best. That line that he gave, like what he, they, he broke him out of. It was a prison train, mm-hmm. and it was a prison transport train, and they're breaking him out. And then they asked him, and they, and this is a spoiler alert. I don't give a fuck. It came out five years ago. People, and they asked him, he's like, "What did you do?" And he looked up at the camera, looked up yeah. at the camera, and he goes, 
tax evasion, <laughs> which was fantastic yeah. because he really did go to prison for tax evasion. A um, little on the nose there. A little on the nose. <laughs> uh, so my my number uh, two is Expendables 3. Nice. All okay. right. Uh, on the Geekmore page, mm-hmm. we've got Chrisesco has Road Warrior, Lethal Weapon 1 and 2. So he's got three. Um, <laughs> uh, Liana... Uh, Cintron has everything Mad Max. If I must pick just one, I will say Beyond Thunderdome because Tina Turner made that movie, made it a movie that rocks. Also, nobody's telling you to pick just one. We're yeah. asking you to pick fucking four. So actually, you can pick one more. So you can actually pick yeah. one more. You don't even have to go down to one. Yeah. Just, we're asking you to pick one more. Uh, Alex Suarez. <laughs> you got really annoyed at that one. Because yeah. she picked three and then goes, if I have to pick one. Nobody's asking yeah, me to only you. pick one. Yeah. Like, that's the most random thing ever. It's like, well, what are you asking for, four? Well, if I got to go with one. No, you don't. Uh, I don't know. If you, we just Well, if I need four. to pick seven. Dude, I really feel like that. there's a a lot of Mel Gibson movies I have to sit there and rewatch because yes. so, so many of the his classic movies like Watch Away I have heard uh. like no, no. <laughs> alright they do they do everything like genuinely holds up so like I definitely uh, yeah. I definitely want to watch Mad Max again just I from, haven't seen, of, the, seen the, all the, the original recent. Mad Max movies any of them Thunder, none of them no I no I did I, I, I have them all yeah, yeah I, um, I did back in the day right. back, Alex back in the day. Suarez has Braveheart, Lethal Weapon, The Patriot, and Ransom. Mm-hmm. Honorable Solid. mention. Yeah. What Women Want, Lethal Weapon 2, 3, 4. Okay, so he put 17. Passion of the Christ, Maverick. <laughs> uh, well, Denise Schilling. Yeah, because Passion of the Christ, he directed. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't count. Well, did, he, did, did he not break it up into directors? There's one person that broke it up into actors and then directors, no movies he directed. I don't know who this um, person that is. That might be on I your look, page because I, I don't I, see I, I like the way that they think. Uh, Denise mm-hmm. Schilling has The Patriot, Braveheart, What Women Want, The Man Without a Face. Man Without a Face. Is his first territorial debut? Mm-hmm. Well, not his first. His territorial debut because there's only yeah, one. You can only have one. <laughs> you can only have one, and it was really, really fucking good. Yeah, but he was in that one. He was in. He was yeah. in it, and he directed himself, and he was in it, and he played a man that was like disfigured, hot, like he looked like Two Face, mm. and he was he was a tutor, and he taught, and he was teaching a young man, a, a kid, and it was really fucking good movie, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. really good movie. It was one of those like learn to look past the fucking yeah. outside. Yeah. It was. I actually think I remember this. Yeah, really good movie. And then there's uh, a lot of controversy around the movie because they um it, there was um he it, this might actually be the first time that he was accused of uh, being you know I guess not a good person uh, <laughs> uh, uh accused of being uh, homophobic because uh, there's there's a lot of uh, homosexual undertones uh, in the in the novel that it's based on. And he took it out. I can see pedophilia. Pedophilia is well. Well, that's that's what he said. T- defending the decision to not include uh, the uh, romantic the romantic kind of relationship between right, well, that part makes sense between the two. He was like, listen, you know, I I I read the script first, then I read the novel. I didn't like what I saw there, so I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, her honorable mentions get the Gringo. Uh, Andrea Viafana has What Women Want, Conspiracy Theory, Pocahontas, Expendables 3, Honorable Mention Ransom. Diego Maya has Payback, The Patriot, Lethal Weapon, and Air America. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you, Diego Maya. Air America. 
Stephen Powell, how we miss you. I know, <laughs> and your silly, silly, stupid picks. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, you forgot about your ridiculous that. picks. That was the, he gave us the equivalent of Cobra and Pong. And Pong. Ah, man, uh, it's worse than Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Dave's like, I like Cobra. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Platt, I'm sad that get to the get the get the gringo has so far only gotten one honorable mention. These comments, awesome movie. Also, Heartbreak Ridge. I get thinking mean Taxar Ridge. Yeah, probably. And Apocalypto deserve credits. I'm up in the air about the passion. So uh, he, just he went, went directing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my friend Miguel Santiago put the video from when he got arrested. <laughs> uh, Mark Reed, Lethal Weapon, Maverick, What Women Want, and The Patriot. Uh, uh, Jai, what, what, how did you say it was? They were watching the video. Jaima? Jamia? 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 I think that's how you pronounce her name. Okay. Lethal Weapon. Any of them. The Patriot. Mm-hmm. That's Braveheart, the right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ransom. Honorable mention. What went on? Mad Max. Payback. Uh, oh, which payback. Payback's one that I've never, I haven't seen, but a lot of people had it on there. Payback's yeah. good. So, really, but, yeah. I, but again, I haven't seen it since I saw it for the first time, like back in like '99. I'm, I'm with I'm with Dave on that. Yeah, see, my, my stuff was re- like stuff I've seen again and, mm-hmm. and again. What What I love about Payback is uh, it was one of the first movies that I distinctly remember that the poster even said, "Get ready to root for the bad guy." Like, he, he's yeah. not a good guy in this movie, but he's the he's a protagonist. But he's like the only difference between him and. He's basically like a punisher in this movie. Like he's just taking from the mob. Like he's like he's he wants his money that mm-hmm. he stole, and he wants it back. And it's like against the mob. So I'm he's only he's that. killing bad people, but he's not good. He's, he's not, not a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He's not a good guy. Yeah, either. but I, I, I'm with you. I remember that poster distinctly. Yeah. The get ready to root for the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. Um, Riggs is a bad guy now. Andres <laughs> Riano has Braveheart, The Patriot, Mad Max, and Lethal Weapon. Uh, Neary, I don't know if on your page did anybody... Oh, yeah, my page. Uh, Brock Carroll put Braveheart, Lethal Weapon, Mad Max, The Man Without a Face, Honorable Mention, Pocahontas, fucking moron, Forever Young, and Lethal Weapon 2. I I just don't like like Pocahontas. I really, really love love, Pocahontas. I love the song in Pocahontas, Paint with the Color of the Wind. I think Mm -hmm. it's a fantastic song, phenomenal song, I think. And I wanted to love Pocahontas because I love the actual real story of Pocahontas. Oh, if you're going for historical accuracy. I'm not going for historical (laughs) accuracy. I'm saying I wanted to like this movie. I started digging and learning about Pocahontas after watching the Disney movie. I was a kid when the movie came out. So I didn't know the actual story until after the Disney movie and I was oh, like no, I, I totally researched it after the movie too, yeah. Yeah, and I just I, I just didn't like the I didn't like this movie. I loved it. I don't know. I like Miko, the raccoon. Yeah. And uh I love uh Paint with the Colors of the Wind. That's it. I'm done with that movie. Um And uh, and the, the, the little assistant dude he came so highly recommended. <laughs> Bernard Berrios <laughs> Bernard Berrios picked Braveheart Mad Max Lethal Weapon and The Man Without a Face um, and, I, and then he said uh, you know Missy Hernandez uh, said question do they have to be historically accurate or just uh, <laughs> or just my fave Mel Gibson movies her number four is What Women Want Payback is number three number two is A Patriot and number one is Braveheart um, Spencer James, a uh, good friend of mine, comedian, uh, put four is that what women want, three is payback, two is a patriot, and one is Braveheart. Anything else at number one is ridiculous, is what he wrote. Uh, Yvette De La Rosa put Lethal Weapon, uh, Lethal Weapon as her number four, Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior, Ransom, and then Braveheart at number one. Carlos Navarrete put Lethal Weapon, The Patriot, Payback, and Braveheart. 
Honorable mention, conspiracy theory. Lewis Essman of the What's Good podcast, uh, conspiracy theory, the Patriot, lethal weapon, Braveheart. Pedro Lima put, as far as movies go, it's lethal weapon, uh, Braveheart, Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome, and the Patriot. Directed movies, he put Braveheart, Apocalypto, Hacksaw Ridge, and The Passion of the Christ. Uh, Pedro Jose Martinez Sr. put Edge of Darkness, Payback, Ransom, Patriot. Somebody else is poke out me, brother. Just saying hi. Just checking in on me. <laughs> saying what's up. Uh, Willie Gonzalez put Braveheart, Lethal Weapon, The Patriot, and Ransom. And Ryan Match put Braveheart, Burn on the Wire, Lethal Weapon, and Payback. There you go. That's it. Sweet. All right. I have Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Lethal Weapon 2. Are these for your honorable mentions? Yeah, these are mine. Well, yeah, you should probably state that it's your honorable. Well, <laughs> oh, because we were no, I thought, but you said he did say I, I have. All oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Uh, did you say comics? <laughs> I missed that too. Uh, uh, Bird on the wire, and uh, my last pick is Machete Kills. Because I haven't the, seen that one. Yes. I really want to see that. He was the villain in Machete Kills. <laughs> oh, he was the see smuggler, that. and he fought with a katana, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it really was. Oh man! Um, I have on my honorable mention list. Just want to make it clear for some of. Oh, you said honorable people. mention list. Yeah, so that makes it clear already. That right, you're talking about honorable mention. So yeah, much sense. Yeah. Ransom Hamlet. Uh, we already spoke about Maverick, so I'm going to skip over that uh, to keep it to four, and I'm going to go. We were soldiers. Uh, Never seen it. That is a really, really good movie. Yeah. Um, I think it's fantastic. Um, it's it isn't it isn't one hundred percent historically accurate. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. I'd say it's probably about eighty as eighty five percent historically think any accurate. Movie is one hundred percent historically accurate because those are called documentaries. <laughs> I remember see, seeing that we were soldiers once, and I don't remember anything about it. It's uh, it's about the battle in uh, Yadrang Valley. Yeah. In uh, in Vietnam, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my Classic last battle. <laughs> the one we all talk about, right? My uh, my last number one is uh, Gallipoli, which is uh, <laughs> I think it's the first uh, the first movie that he did in in Australia with uh, Peter Weir. And mm-hmm. uh, I uh, on top of the fact that it is a fantastic movie about um, some very young Australian soldiers in World War One. Uh, it's uh, it's a movie that I saw with my grandfather that he really loves, and so I've got that connection to mm-hmm. the movie that you know it's okay. um, so um, yeah I um, I love that movie Gallipoli is awesome. Sweet. All right. So my mountain. Oh no, my honorable mentions is mm-hmm. what my mountain should have been. Like I specifically put my honorable mentions like the movies that I know should be my mountain, but I cannot remember them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the exception of I put Expendables 3 on there just because so much fun. <laughs> so, so much fun. And then, of course, I put Lethal Weapon. I go watch it now. Lethal yeah, Weapon, Braveheart, and Road Warrior okay. was my honorable mentions because that's what it should be. And I'm aware, like, I am recognizing this is what the mountain should be with, you know, obviously you can have discussions about the Patriot, right. Payback, blah, 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 all that stuff. But to me, that's what I know I if I would have had time to like watch a bunch of stuff before we did our like mount- that odds are that's what my mountain would have turned into right yeah but that's my mountain I, I mean, like that's it. my honorable mentions my, my mountain my second one I like, I like Over in this, it's a range <laughs> I know it's a it's a much sol- more solid list than my actual mountain um my honorable mention is uh, Lethal Weapon 4 that I think is the best in the series uh and Hamlet 
and um, I, I, you know, I, I want to go back and watch uh, uh, Forever Young because I haven't seen it since ever, forever since it came out. So yeah. I'm wondering how that. much it holds. I I think it probably still holds up, but. I, I mean, the I sense wouldn't of, wonder why it wouldn't hold up. Like, why wouldn't it hold up? Yeah, it's tend about to hold up better yeah. than dramas most than action or sci-fi yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. No, because I know that they have to make him changing in age at some point, and sometimes like makeup and things like that mm-hmm. don't necessarily hold up. Like, you know, uh, what you mean? watch Cocoon and you go, oh, "Those guys are really old." So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you believe that shit, right? And that yeah. was like fucking thirty-five years ago. Yeah. God, fucking Cocoon was awesome. I did like Cocoon. I didn't see Cocoon for the first time until like maybe five years ago. Oh, I really? really did fucking like yeah, it. That movie's awesome. It really is. It really is. I, you know, I, I didn't I, think I was going to like it as much as I did. I don't think that's on iTunes. I think I looked for it recently and I didn't see it. That You know, that, seemed, that does seem like a David movie. Um, <laughs> all right, what are your number ones? Jeff. Braveheart. Braveheart. Table. That's actually my number one. So there's no. That was that table. was my number two. I'm glad we can talk about this. Uh, and Braveheart, Braveheart. I watch this movie once a year at least. Is my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked about it a billion ten times. Love uh, you. Movie Always poster happy. framed in my fucking house. Mm-hmm. Over. Yep. Uh, there. It is the movie that every other movie that I ever watch will be graded upon. Good next to. I fucking love everything about this movie. The the romance, the fucking uh, the comedy because it's, oh. it's really funny at times. Uh, the visceral fucking action. The, those uh, battles, those man. Battles are so great. They step. He he really stepped up the 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 battle the carnage game. Yeah. Uh, I had never. I, the world had never seen anything like that before. Yeah. The the sheer scale of of these battle scenes, and and like you yeah, the carnage. It was just so brutal. It was real. So fucking. You know? I love. There's so many scenes. There's so many. Violent scenes about this movie that I, I just stick out of my head from him literally walking into a meeting that people are trying to kill him, and he's literally walking into that meeting with a fucking horse on the top of the table. Mm. He walks the horse on top of the table, and everybody's like, What the fuck? And he goes into, Oh no, wait, that's two different scenes. And it, so he, uh, at one point, there's a guy, one of the lords, one of the one of the Scottish lords, is has has a nightmare that that uh, William Wallace kills him. He wakes up from the nightmare and goes, "Oh, I thought it was just a nightmare." And fucking William Wallace comes in through a with a fuck on a horse yeah. in his bed, gets on his fucking bed, and then he gets a mace, a fucking yeah. metal ball and a fucking chain with a stick. He gets a mace and smashes his fucking face he foresaw his death dude it was so fantastic and then he jumps the horse into a fucking river that's a great scene that's such a great scene <laughs> i love the scenes without him he was like uh, uh when he was a kid and he was asking you know his uh, character was asking to go with him he was like uh um leave before you feel the back of me hand i i said <laughs> that so often when i was a kid when i first watched him like, uh, leave before you, you feel the back of me hand and i just <laughs> love that phrase um i love the phrase from Edward Longshanks when he goes who is this who speaks to me as if I care like it's <laughs> such a fucking great scene and and I, I as a kid I didn't pick up the fact that the prince was gay right right mm-hmm. uh, and he's super gay and uh, I just love all these fucking I mean there's so many things I love about this the, movie the, 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 when he's when he's riding in front and telling the story of William Wallace yeah he shoots fireballs from his eyes and lightning from his arse, from his arse. <laughs> and I'm like uh, he, that's such a great scene he's like oh no we'll, we'll, we'll leave and we'll live and he goes I, we'll you live. fight and you yeah. may die. 
and leave and you will live and then we said would you trade that day from ah it's just that fucking whole freedom speech it's so fucking great man one of my favorite is the favorite movie speech of all time in my opinion my favorite movie speech of all time there's so Mm. many my my senior year torn between that and independence day independence day is a good one here's the thing (laughs) with independence day you take away the music from independence day because i've heard it without the music background without the background music doesn't hold up braveheart doesn't that have the music in the background too but it still holds up better without the music yeah Hmm. so interesting one of my my, what my, (gasps) what about rocky that speech That's he gives his son. Too. Yeah, that would be mm. my number two on my list. My mountain of New Mountain. Speech. Yeah. Movie monologues. My my favorite line from the entire movie isn't from it's from uh, what's his name? The the crazy one. The crazy guy. Oh the, yeah, the, uh-huh. the giant redhead. No. The no, short no. black haired guy. Me Island. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Me Island. Me Island. The best line when they're Ireland? when they're yeah. <laughs> Me Island. <laughs> when it, they're hiding behind the shields and he's like, the good Lord says he'll get me out of this, but he's pretty sure you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he just laughs at them. That's right. That's my favorite line in the entire <laughs> movie. Dude, that I don't sounds right. That, that sounds right. Romance, <laughs> the romance in this movie often gets overlooked. Oh my god, it's a love amazing. story. It is a f- an amazing love story yeah. from for two different women. Yeah, the love that he has for his wife, mm-hmm. and when he. When he kept the flower that she gave him as a kid at the, at his dad's funeral, and he kept it all those years, and he said, "I've I love you, uh, I've always loved you. Yeah, love you, always have, always have." And I, it's it's fucking magical, man. It's and then so when she gets killed, you know the anger that comes with that. You know that where that's coming from, and then when he meets Queen Isabella and he tells her. Like, you know, oh, she wasn't my woman. She was my wife. We married in secret because I didn't want to share her. And he says, and I don't know why I tell you this because I've never told anybody else this, but I don't know why I tell you this except that I see her strength in your eyes. And I'm like, (sighs) (laughs) damn, William. If I had any underwear under these kilts, I would take that shit out right now. Like, it's so fucking great, man. Like it's so it's such a great love story, man. It's such it like I, I don't know. It's, it's it's pretty much a perfect movie. I yeah. think it's a perfect yeah, yeah. movie. I fucking love the perfect movie. I I think again my not favorite movie of all time. Accurate, but, but no, no, not historically. <laughs> Queen Isabella was nine years old. We get it. He yeah. was a little fucking kid. And Ro- yeah, Robert the Bruce is a national hero for uh, for Scotland. Right. Yeah. And Bruce the shark was in Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> I so I just love this. Well, it movie. was it was based on on one uh, one book that was written about William Wallace. That was not the book itself was not entirely um, accurate or factual. My my senior year research paper was on this on the differences between the historical accuracies of mm-hmm. William Wallace, the real person, and the movie Braveheart. That was my senior year research paper. And it was not the topic that, that was selected <laughs> for us. That was assigned. But when I asked her if I could do this, she said, I'm going to say, she literally said this to me. She goes, I'm going to say yes, only because one, it has, she goes, not because it has anything to do with the topic, because it doesn't, but I'm only saying yes, because I see the passion that you have for this. And I, and I want you to write this paper. And I That's fucking, a good teacher. And I yeah. aced that fucking paper. Actually, I got B's because I wrote it the day before it was due and I didn't turn it in on time. Oh. All right. But I got I, I, in my mind. I got A's because she told me she goes. This is an A paper. I got to give you a B because you were a day late. But this is an A. I, I understand that. I've I've had yeah. to do that for students. Yeah. And I and as, as well. a student, I understood. As somebody yeah. who turned in a, a paper a day late, I'm I like, think that's kind I'll, of appreciated. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'll take that. Can I? Uh, can I tell you my own? I wish I still had that fucking paper. 
Yeah. I would love to read it. I would. I would love to fucking read it myself and make fun <laughs> of myself. Like that. Damn, you thirsty, Nery. Yeah. <laughs> thirsty for William Wallace. He can thirsty. I? Can I tell you my own William Wallace story? Yeah, man. Um. So I. Um. I was obsessed with. I, I mean, I still am obsessed with Braveheart. And um. So obviously, as I, I get older, because the movie comes out, I think in ninety seven. Ninety five. Ninety five. All right. So I'm. I'm a. I'm a young guy. I'm like. Eight years old, I think. Eight, yeah. So um, when I get into high school, I start watching this movie often. Right, mm-hmm. I buy it on DVD. I have it on double tape. I had it on double tape, bro. Oh. Yeah, I had it on VHS. Yep. Oh, it came the fucking double tape. Yep. Yeah. Watch that. I I watched that movie on tape seven times, eight times on tape, and then I got it on DVD, and I was like, it's a new ball game. No fucking rewind <laughs> on this bitch. So at uh, at sixteen, um, I uh, for for spring break. I go to the uh, to to the British Isles, and um, awesome. Yeah, that mm. that is one of the most amazing trips I've ever taken in in my entire life. And Especially at that age, we yeah, I was so impressionable, and the fact that I had become so obsessed with Braveheart, um, like I I was in England, I absolutely loved England, but the further north we started going, I was like, oh yeah, green. oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's a, a beautiful restaurant that's been built uh, on the the site of the battlefield where William Wallace was captured, mm. and I ate haggis, <laughs> and Blech. it wasn't as bad as you think. It haggis, is, but, is, haggis is actually good. Yeah, I, like uh, I I ate haggis and drank Scottish whiskey mm. uh, on the battlefield where William Wallace was captured. As a fog settled in, and and you could see the moon reflecting in the fog, it was just the most Scottish thing that <laughs> I had I had ever experienced, and I was like, I I feel him, yeah. I feel his presence here. Yeah. It was so awesome. Like you wish it you was, were wearing a kilt. Yeah, yeah. I I, I absolutely wish I would have been. It, um, it, it, Scotland is just like the most amazing place. I'm not, I really my my go. number one. Travel destination wish list is Ireland. I, uh, oh, it's fantastic. amazing! Is shut up. What? Because uh, I'm just jealous of the fact that you guys have been there. Uh, <laughs> so I no Ireland and 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 Scotland are. I mean, Ireland is my number one, but Scotland is up there uh, yeah. because of William Wallace. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Ireland, the people are just amazing. You you get along with them really well. It, the, I get along with the, everybody. I get along with Cubans. <laughs> I, tell you something, man. I went to Cuba and made friends. That's crazy talk for me. I was like, what? I, Ireland, Ireland is fantastic. It really it's is. it's really great. But yeah, I, so Braveheart, favorite movie, man. I I mean, perfect. Yeah. I don't I don't mean to monopolize the conversation. Actually, no, you're number one too. Yeah, yeah. I I, I figured when I fi- I figured you were gonna have way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I I, love I said it. my. I can piece. I can honestly say like um back so in the not, music. Oh God, yeah. Of Braveheart, that score. My God! Do you guys remember like HBO was airing this quite a, fucking, a lot? They did a trans version. Of yes, for, yes, a fucking yes. the brave heart. I, I, I remember I raving so hard. Yes. To that. <laughs> oh my God! I gotta find it now. <laughs> All right, you guys should have to nerd out for a second. Anyways, I clear, I have a clear like memory of uh, they were airing this all the time. Do you remember like the making of Braveheart? Like they were mm-hmm. they were airing this thing for a while. I just remember sitting there and watching um, a bunch of extras line up and get dressed mm-hmm. up for the role and have these like period piece weapons mm-hmm. and like stuff like that and i remember that being like super entranced by the period piece directing aspect Mm -hmm. of the battle scenes because this is back when i actually wanted to like make movies right um like when i was younger and stuff like i was in love with that like i 
I can't honestly say that I have a really clear memory of Brave Braveheart, but I have a clear memory of being impressed by Braveheart. If that mm. makes any sense. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, I totally need to watch it back. Is this the trans version? I think so. I, I think this is the trans version. Okay. I feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. This is what uh, the kids would say when the beat drops. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yep, I remember. And like, it's the difference between trance and EDM. <laughs> EDM would be like completely different. Uh, EDM would have a lot more drums to it. Yeah. A lot more bass. Yeah, a lot more yeah. bass. It's, it's really hard to add bass, bass into, like, you know. <laughs> into a fucking, you know, pipes. Yeah. <laughs> backpipes. Yeah. Trance probably works with backpipes a hell of a lot better than. <laughs> hey, uh, quick callback to the Geek Newsy. They uh, Toys R Us officially filed for bankruptcy. Oh boy! Sad. Sad day that my kids may not be growing up with them much longer. Oh, but you're man. out of a like, job, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My giraffe ass is gone. <laughs> All right. So I'm no longer a Toys R Us kid. Number one, David. Uh, my number one. Had this list been made uh, ten years ago, Braveheart would have been my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the last uh, like fifteen years, um, this uh, this movie has taken over as my favorite. Um, Mo Gibson movie, mm-hmm. uh, and I said, like I said, it was really hard for me to choose between number one and number two. Uh, my number one uh, with a fucking bullet is uh, Mad Max. The Road <laughs> okay, sorry, Call for the it. listener. The reason I'm laughing <laughs> is because at the same exact moment as he's like wrapping up, uh, ramping up to announce this, I can see Jeff over his shoulder mouthing Mad Max over and over again, <laughs> and then Nary showing me his phone with it already written Mad Max <laughs> like in his place in my list of where I write down every one of our picks I already wrote down Mad Max for him I'm gonna get to already Mad Max. Um, you have Road Warrior right Ro- Road Warrior yeah yeah, yeah. Mad yeah. Max 2 the Road Warrior um, I this this was the first Mad Max movie that I saw um, and I saw it at about 17 it was 16 or 17. I can't remember exactly how old I was. And um, my father-in-law had the DVD. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was hanging out at, um, uh, I mean, at the time, she was my girlfriend at, at her house. And uh, he was just going through a bunch of his DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of him that I saw Blade Runner as well. And uh, and so I, I was like, oh, you know what? I've never seen Mad Max. And... Um, he was like, "Oh well, that's that's the second one, but you don't need to see the first one to to understand it." I was like, "Okay, cool." So I went home and I popped it in, and I probably watched it about three times before you back. before I gave it back, like two days later. Oh damn! So I I became like wholly obsessed with this. I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" Um, and over the last couple of years, I've just watched it over and over and over again. And uh, I hadn't seen the whole series back to back in many, many years. And just this summer, um, I said, you know what? I want to watch all of them back to back. And and I did them in order. And sure enough, still, Road Warrior for me is, is just, there's something about it. There's uh, that post-apocalyptic world that you see in the first Mad Max movie is just ramped up 
to mm-hmm. like the nth degree. Eleven. Uh, sure. Yeah. 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 That scrapped up to eleven. That movie goes to eleven. <laughs> See, this is one of those movies that I don't. I haven't seen it in so long that I don't remember all the details of it. Yeah. So that's why I couldn't put it on because. I couldn't I didn't speak remember to it. Enough to yeah. Th- yeah, I've never seen it. So. I I could uh, tell should. I could tell like, you like, hands down if we do a uh, like greatest of all time action movie mountain, mm-hmm. this makes my mountain or dystopian. I don't uh, know. It would make my dystopian mountain too. Yeah, um, it is. It, it's it's one of those like perfect action movies where there's just enough drama, there's just enough humor. And the action is so hard hitting, like right. it's right in your face. Um, and it's and the the last half hour of the movie is a chase, and um, the whole time you're on the edge of your seat. Doesn't matter how many times I've seen this movie, I sit forward. I'm looking. I'm like, he's gonna fucking die. He's gonna fucking die because the 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 action is so raw, so real. Mm-hmm. And um, George Miller took everything that he learned about making Mad Max. And said, "Okay, this didn't work. Right. I'm gonna use these techniques, which did work." And he planned out, like with storyboard, every single frame of that movie. So the editing is so tight, the action is so tight. There's there's not one second that you're left to like suck in a breath. You have to physically remind yourself, "All right, I gotta breathe now." <laughs> um, if if you guys saw Fury Road. Mm-hmm. The action scenes in Fury Road remind me a lot of yeah, Road Warrior. It had me on my on the edge for a while. Like so I, yeah. I, I was surprised by the amount of people I saw hating on Fury Road. I uh, really? they were saying it wasn't a Mad Max movie. Excuse yeah. me, people hated it. I didn't like I, Fury Road because I didn't think it lived up to the. I just didn't like the movie. I just didn't get it. I just didn't get why mm-hmm. it was so brilliant. Everybody, everybody that I knew. Me, my wife and I watched this movie and we're like, whatever. I mean, like, we weren't hating it. We weren't just like, but we were like, I don't really feel it. I don't really get it. Mm-hmm. And everybody and their mother was like, this is the best thing since sliced bread, the best action movie in decades. And, da, 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 da. and it just went on and on and on. And it was one of those things where you kind of felt like, I, I kind of felt like shame for not liking it. And it was like one of those things. You're wondering where was, like what you're missing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, why? Why am I? What's missing here? Why am I not getting? What am I not getting? I don't understand. And I watched it again, and I was like, ah, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get why. Like, if I, I, I understood. I understood the 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 aspect from a filmmaker's perspective, where somebody was saying, "Dude, this guy is 79 years old, and he's making this fucking movie." And you go, "Okay, that's pretty cool." Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's all I got, really. Charlie's, it's a super tense movie. Charlie Theron was fucking awesome in this movie. Yeah, that that is that Furiosa, is my my one dude. gripe with the movie as well is that it really is a movie about Furiosa. It's not about Max. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I will say I wasn't crazy about um, Tom Hardy's portrayal of Max, and mm-hmm. it might just be that um, like nostalgia rules. Me. You, you want you want right. me to, you want me to really piss you off? Okay, the same director. Had the same script ten years earlier mm-hmm. with Mel Gibson. Yeah, I know. No, I know this. And they were gonna do the movie, and then they fuck, and then Mel Gibson opened his fucking mouth. Yeah. And then they didn't do the movie. No, there, there were a lot of things that happened. It, it was that was a main. Thing. It, it, it was it was ready to go in the late nineties, and mm-hmm. production kept getting pushed back. Nine uh, eleven happened. 
and mm. that pushed production back again. And then Mo Brooks had his uh, not Mo Brooks. Fuck, I just Gibson. Uh, Mo <laughs> Gibson had his his meltdown, and then you know, so it just it was a series of unfortunate events that led to you know. But I I do think the Fury Road is fantastic. I would say it's probably the best action movie since Terminator Three. Mm. My opinion. I don't know if you've ever seen Expendables. <laughs> I, I have. I have seen Expendables. Um, I wouldn't. I, I I just like Expendables better. I like I, Expendables three better. I don't know. But, I mean, Expendables was was awesome. So I mean, really, you're just arguing, you know, taste know, at that I don't point. Know if you've seen Creed? No, Creed didn't come out before then. I don't count not, Creed not, as an action movie. movie. A, action movie is more like American Ultra. Uh, you didn't see American Ultra? Why that movie? I'm thinking, like out of I'm all thinking, the action I'm thinking, movies, I'm thinking high paced editing. Okay. Like, sorry, I'm thinking high paced editing, what? like a specific Hero? thing. Kingsman. Hero's good. Hero's good. Yeah, yeah, he was real good. Kingsman is real good too. I love Kingsman. Kingsman but so Kingsman much. didn't come out before Fury Road. No, Fury no. Road. Road's oh, been not? out for a couple years now. All yeah. right. So, uh, but up. there's there's something magical about the Road Warrior. The way that it's uh, the way it's told, it's a it's almost like a fairy tale. It's a tall mm-hmm. tale about this guy, the Road Warrior. You know, and and the 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 opening shot. You know, of you know, just zooming in on Max sitting by the side of the road, all dirtied up, torn up, and and then that same shot in reverse as the movie is is finishing up. Mm-hmm. You is know, it, isn't? Let me ask you because I don't know about the Mad Max movies. So, okay, and the gripe with a lot of people were that it's a Furiosa movie, right? The new one. Mm-hmm. I was told, and I think I was told this by even by you that none of the Mad Max movies are really. Like he, the that Mad Max isn't like he's he. It's it's the same kind of movie uh, in all the other movies where he plays. Well, he's a lead actor, but he's not like the, a lot of the story goes. You're to saying like he's not else. the main. Person. Yeah, there's the, there is a lot of that. I, not the first one. In the first Mad Max, uh, he is really the focus. Okay, uh, and the first Mad Max is a revenge movie. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's got a very different style, and uh, the budget was virtually non-existent, so it doesn't look as um, far into this apocalypse as Road. You Warrior start expe- experiencing more of the world and seeing more of the world with Max throughout the movies. Mm. So that's why, like, I I liked Fury Road because the fact that you know, like in Tall Tales and Fables, sometimes the main hero isn't necessarily the one who's doing the action at the moment. Sometimes they're helped out by somebody, right? Or they're taken along by someone. That's the way I saw Fury like Fury Road to be like Furiosa. Give me an example thing. of a Tall Tale that does that. Um, I would say a lot of Greek tragedies. I would say, like, um, I can't really say something off the top of my head. Um. Damn, now I'm trying to like go back in my my mind and think of like a fable. I'm just thinking, I don't know why I'm thinking of like... Because you said that, you, the fact that you, if you would have said, oh, you know, a lot of times, and I'm like, I would have let that No, go. I just know that's but a trope. Said, like, I know tales. I'm like, now I need to know, now I need to know examples. Like, I know it's like a trope. Like, it's, 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 I know it's a writing trope. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Uh, John Henry. Okay. Built the railroads, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but it's, it's him... Which with, is fucked up that they took away all the credit from the Asians. With the help of the entire community right. builds the railroads. He's just the guy who's leading the mm-hmm. you know, leading the pack. Mm-hmm. So I um No, but I'm I'm with you. That that is my biggest gripe with Fury Road. And I it's not that I think that detracts from the movie. 
in fact, I, I think that Furiosa was the better character in the movie, uh, which I was going to say, I, I, I didn't absolutely love uh, Tom Hardy's portrayal of Max. And I think it has to do with the fact that I am I, Mel Gibson is so ingrained in my mind right. as Max, and it was a departure from what we had seen previously. Do you think um, it was too much change for you at once? Like, Yeah, he just, it, he seemed very, like, nonplussed the whole time it was just i will give like, you that um which i guess I, I, someone explained to me like you know okay well you know he, they're taking the max that you've seen throughout all these films where he's become progressively more and more you know uh separated uh, separated from the world and he's gone back into his shell and uh and so what you're seeing here is just you know an empty shell of a man and i kind of get that but i think that mel gibson did it in a way where i still cared about max Mm -hmm. even in thunderdome where um like he's willing to take advantage of children at 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 one point you know uh before he comes back to his senses you know i um it's like i i still cared about him whereas in fury road i didn't really care about max i cared about furiosa i cared about the wives i didn't care about him do you think that if he was taking up the mad max mantle he should have at least had a good chunk of the movie or not his own movie to win you over as Max first and then keep going? Maybe. But, I, but, I, the but only I, part I, of the movie I did like is that it was Furiosa. I actually I, love, I, Furiosa. I love Furiosa. Furiosa. I love Charlize Theron. That's the only part of the movie that I did like. Everything else, I was like, I don't get what... I don't, just don't get the hype. I just... It was like very Stranger Things for me. No, Stranger Things I actually liked a lot more than I did like. I still haven't finished it. I just keep <laughs> that, not being that, able to. I really how, want to. That's how I feel about it too. Well, my, my recommendationary is definitely see... The, the the original Mad Max trilogy. Okay, watch it in order because you you do see a progression of the yeah, character. Yeah, I watch it, man. I watch. It. I mean, I'm interested in anything Mel Gibson does. You know, I yeah, mean, except for the racist things. But uh, <laughs> uh, that I'm interested in. What he does. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, Road Warrior. I'm I'm ready to go back. It's it's fucking late right now. It's almost one o'clock, and I'm ready to watch it. Jeff is dying right now. Yeah, Jeff oh, is dying. I'm, Jeff is also I'm sitting I'm on in three the hours of sleep. Yeah, though. he's That's also why. sitting on the couch and like literally no, he's, like he's, like he literally goes, "Hey guys, can we start early today? Because I want to. Uh, I'm sleepy. I'm oh, I already tired. changed my alarm. I had to, I was gonna get up at five thirty. That's not happening. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I, I have to. Otherwise, I can't make it to work. Time. Yeah, yeah, I, I got more time. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is complete nostalgia factor. It is completely, and it's one that you're gonna hate. Pocahontas. Yep. Good for you. I, I love Pocahontas. <laughs> Thank you guys. Let's Thank you let's guys. talk about Pocahontas. Um, okay. Honestly, I it was just being like a young hippie child. Like honestly, <laughs> being a young hippie, like a young little hippie kid, I freaking loved um, the message of it. It's so very nineties. Remember, like all our messaging back then was like, "Take care of the planet, love the planet." Mm. Da, 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 da. There wasn't like enough smallpox in it. That's a <laughs> not enough no historical blank. accuracy. Not a uh, fucking blanket insight. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one way to defeat them, right? I um, I love that there's multiple. And we found Just all ask of them. my ancestors. <laughs> we say we. We had nothing to do. Oh, well, Jeff Americans. had something to do with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeff's Jeff ancestors. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Apparently rode with Columbus. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, um, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I love that um, John, who mm-hmm. is, by all accounts, a much more progressive and open minded guy than uh, just about everyone that comes to America with mm-hmm. Governor Radcliffe. Is still yeah, still not a closed-minded guy. Yeah. when when he sits down and actually starts learning from Pocahontas, right? Yeah. He's open-minded enough to say, "Okay, I can learn stuff from you." Uh, but that John Learned. is <laughs> John is all of us, right? Yeah, we we think that we know 
you know, enough and we don't, you know, and yeah. if we're willing to open white men. open our, 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 our hearts and our, our minds, you know, and our ears and just fucking listen for once, we might actually learn something, I mean, you know? Yeah. Just paint with the colors of the wind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, you think you own whatever land you land yeah, on, Harry. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. He's lo- got native fever. He's oh, got God. native fever. <laughs> We're going into 3 a.m. Jeff, man. I was like, I was not expecting that remix to like, come into the song. But um, I know every rock and tree and creature. Has a name. Has a name. Oh, sorry. Like Pocahontas was one of my favorite princesses. Like to me, I, she's a she's a chief's daughter. Not really a princess, but okay. Well, yeah. You know. Tomato, tomato. Really? Mm-hmm. Potato. According, shut the fuck up. according to Maui, she's a daughter of a chief, and she has uh, and she has an animal psychic. Yeah, you're, you're a princess. princess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna quote a demigod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to me, I, I think Pocahontas was was it. It was like in the resurgence of Disney. Yeah. yeah. It was the last movie of the... No. No, no Tarzan. it wasn't last. Tarzan, Tarzan was. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah, it is a good one. Yeah, and then a good one. Yeah, like I was saying, like, it was the resurgence of Disney. I it was think, like, I think, Disney I just, Pocahontas and Mulan to me are like the weakest movies of that. Oh, era. I don't think Mulan's weak. Uh, I, I don't know if you heard me, but I said the weakest movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to agree the, with you. I do think that they're the weakest of the Disney renaissance, but that are, doesn't make them bad movies. I don't... My favorite Disney good. characters in from Mulan, Mushu. Mushu is <laughs> awesome. my favorite. He has. Uh, I love Mushu. One of my favorite lines in any Disney movie. Any movie ever. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Dishonor on your whole family. <laughs> Fucking love that line. I uh, yeah. I said that one time to somebody, but uh, I pointed at a fat person. <laughs> oh man, it wasn't even planned. But Mushu's <laughs> great. I love Mushu when he did uh, Delirious. That was. My <laughs> uh, you know, I like Raw. <laughs> like, I do like Raw. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. I'm not a big fan of those. Two movies. Uh, I think they're the only two movies of the Disney Renaissance that I don't like. Not to say that I hate them or I just there's some things that I like about them, like Paint with All the Colors of the Wind, like Miko. I think Miko's a very underrated psychic. I think he's great, but I don't. I don't. The rest of them, I just I don't know. There's so many other. Every other movie has something phenomenal about, and these two, I'm like, you know, I could watch Pocahontas just for the animation. Yeah, it is gorgeous. It looks stunning. It really does. It still does. Cool. So, um, <laughs> okay. I, I'm Anyways, just, and I'm not going to I'm just I'm not, not going to trash her pick yeah. the whole time. I'm not going to spend the whole time trashing her pick. And Jeff really has to get to sleep. Uh, <laughs> really not trying to be like, Jeff is like, going to be like, Mother, you going to talk about how much you hate this fucking movie? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. um, yeah. you guys I just, do what uh, you got to do. I might just, <laughs> sorry. Mel Gibson just did a really like solid voice acting job too. Yeah. Like honestly, John Smith is, I think one of the more likable yeah, like he—he's like one of Disney princesses. Like when they started actually having personalities. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than, other than Aladdin, but he was a main character in his. Prince Eric. Prince. Ah! Prince Eric doesn't really have a personality. Man. Of course he does. Yeah. Oh, man, mean, not really. He doesn't. Man, he doesn't have a personality. Times. He's like. He's just like the pretty face. Hmm. He's he's the male equivalent of what uh, the rest of Hollywood does to females. Fair. He's just, yeah, he's just a pretty. Okay. Fa- he's just a pretty. Fa- he's pretty. He's a pretty face. We think that he's a nice guy because he, what he takes in the girl who can't speak. Yeah, like uh, we we don't really just, know. <laughs> we haven't really seen him do much. And then he can't tell the difference between her and one a version of her with black hair. Mm-hmm. No, he, 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 he comes under a spell. Yeah, 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 that's that's not really but, fair. But but he doesn't do anything to make us like. I mean, he was nice to a mute girl. 
Okay. <laughs> cool. I mean, she was hot, so I mean, really, I'm fucking. I'm like, but he doesn't really have personality. Not like. Okay. Nah. Like, yeah. What, not, once you explain it that way, okay. Hercules has personality. Yeah. Because he's mm-hmm. a goofy fuck. Mm-hmm. Hercules. <laughs> you mean Hercules? Uh, um, I like that. One. I like that movie so yeah. much. <laughs> Underrated. Um, I don't even know how to spell Pocahontas, and I don't give a fuck. How about that? <laughs> There's a little red ziggly line underneath, and I'm like, "Fuck you! I don't get it. Man. I'm not gonna fucking look up how to spell this shit." Poco Horn. Oh, I don't know what you did. Poco, poco. This is so Spanish. Poco Hontos. Hontos. Poco Hontos. Look, man, I'm fucking. I'm tutoring my daughter in Spanish, man. Poco Hontos. All right, so Braveheart is gonna get down there because yeah. it has two, three. It does, right? Braveheart. Mm-hmm. Braveheart. Um, like what the, the Patriot got two. You guys have to choose a lethal weapon. Pa- Patriot got two. Well, lethal weapon one. Oh no, you didn't choose lethal weapon. I didn't choose mm-hmm. any. It's between you guys weapon. trying That's to right. figure out which one, lethal one, weapon. One and three. Oh, Maverick got two. You you want to meet in the middle with lethal weapon two? <laughs> <laughs> so Maverick got two. Um, I'm okay with lethal weapon one. That's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with going to sleep, man. Lethal Weapon <laughs> 1, it is. All right, Perfect Mountain for me. Oh, nice. Did you get the Perfect Mountain? Yes, I did. Yeah, for you. Lethal Weapon 1. I can't That's why argue. I didn't argue with you. I was just like, Lethal Weapon 1, sure. Uh, yeah. Lethal Weapon 1. <laughs> I, I just wanted. Uh, I, just I mean, I prefer one. 3 over 1, but I'm not. I'm tired. I do too. It was my pick. But yeah, it was, yeah. You should have said anything. Put 3 then. I don't, I don't care. care. I've got enough right. perfect mountains, bro. That's a, oh, you know what? <laughs> That's right. cocky ass attitude. Lethal weapon three, it is, motherfucker. I'm about that. Cash me outside. Cash me outside. <laughs> so we got the per- the mountain is Braveheart, uh, Patriot, Maverick, Lethal Weapon three. It's gotten so bad now that my contacts are even like, hey, dude. Yeah, you, it's bedtime, bro. <laughs> fucking, my yeah. contacts. That's are why like, I put my uh, glasses me. on just in case I'm I didn't like, wear my contacts today. Like, um, so Braveheart, Patriot, Maverick, and Lethal Weapon three. Uh, is a mountain thanks for checking us out super long episode I don't know how these episodes get so long because I we don't. cut the newsy out I don't know but yeah but the problem is there were so many tangents on this episode you know what there the thing is so we had, we had a disclaimer as to why we're okay with doing a moguls yeah there was like there, that was like 15 minutes yeah, it was, was a 15, disclaimer. 20 minutes well, listen we're not and also supporting we lost a chunk of our episode yeah that too like the beginning so thank you for checking us out make sure you check out all the exactly geek bro stuff Woo. check out uh, all the geek more stuff uh, MT geek more on all social media facebook uh instagram twitter uh check that out check out stephanie mayer seniors photography Yay. at the number three little words studio.com uh check out dave's band at uh naked vengeance thank you uh check out jeff at uh when you file a claim for your house uh <laughs> near you and my uh, check out my comedy and uh there should be a new comedy video up posted this uh week so make sure you guys check that out go to narysigns.com or what was his name.com and uh if you are on a mobile phone mobile device uh my website has been redesigned to fit a mobile device Woo! uh been doing a lot of work make sure you check out all the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including, uh, but not limited to, What's Up, Bro, Mamas are Merlot, What's Good, The Shiver uh, Podcast, The Horror Movie Podcast, The Talking Geek, uh, Comedy Fitness, and uh, coming out next week, hopefully, soon, yeah, uh, is uh, Seasons, a TV podcast, uh, where we will di- talk about and dive into uh, your favorite TV shows one season at a time. So thank you for checking us out. That's how winning is done.
or list. That's how lists are made. I'm so tired. I don't even know. <laughs> We're doing our other podcast wrap Guys, it's time for sleep. It's so sleep. sleep. Right. Thank sleep you guys for checking us out. Have a good one. Deuces. Listen to enjoy the Braveheart techno song that I'm going to fucking end. Night night. Sweet dreams. <laughs>